Hey, we're at it. We're here. We're happening. We're live. Where are we? Healing for the Ages in Dallas, Texas. And uh, it's an amazing event. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm joking about this with Super Don, but, you know, I picked the wonderful day to fast Friday, like I do every week. And it happens to be that this Friday at this hotel, Brian Artis and Dr. Ed Group and Dr. Henry Ely and Dr. Janice Schmidt told the hotel that they have to do organic food for everybody. Right. Like that's the day I fast. Anyway, no worries. I'm just teasing, but it's awesome. Their commitment to doing it right. That's very rare, folks. So uh, we might share with you some more information. Maybe you're catching the stream. They're on lunch break right now. But Healing for the Ages is happening. I'm here bringing it to you live and a lot of stories. Another homeopathic hit. You'll have to tune in to find out what that's going to be today. But thank you all for being here. Please share the show and uh, tell your friends that uh, you're a. Uh, you're a lot healthier because you listen to the Robert Scadbell show. All right. Unless you're not, then don't tell them anything. <laughs> Otherwise, let's get this party started right about now. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert show. Scott Bell show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, y'all. You should be here in Dallas sweating to the oldies or the goodies. Oldies but goodies. That'd be me. Been at it for so long. I must be an oldie. I'm not sure if I'm a goodie or not. But uh, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Friday edition, heading into the weekend. It already feels like it because, uh, well, I'm in Dallas of all places. And uh, here's the thing they got for me. Let's see. Robert. Scott Bell at the Healing for the Ages event. VIP Plus. They've given me VIP Plus. They don't know. Special guest and media. So we're doing it all here. Getting you the, the inside scoop to what's happening. As you might see, if you're watching live, I'm, I'm wearing my a jacket because it's cold in here. And I step outside. It's over triple digits. So it's like trying to find the happy medium. But that's what happens at these uh, events in hotels. And uh, we just uh, not complaining, just saying, just describing what it's like to be here. Uh, everybody's on break. And I, and I mentioned before we officially began the show, the funny thing is, you know, I, I do my uh, Friday fasts every week. And, uh, you know, normally it's not a big deal because the food is not enticing at these events anyway. You're at a hotel. What am I going to eat? Grip and grin chicken? No, thank you. Not, not I, don't, I don't need more antibiotics. Uh, so what do they do here? Thanks to Brian Artis, Dr. Henry Lee, Dr. Ed Group, and Dr. Janice Schmidt. Oh, they say to the hotel, we want it to be all organic. Like, really? But that's what tells me the level of commitment that they have that very few have. These events are expensive to put on. They're ridiculously expensive to put on. And to go to the hotel and say, we want, we want it to be organic. We did that back in the 1990s when I was with, you know, the homeopathic company I started with uh, because, we wanted to be living examples for those that would come to an event that we hosted. And uh, if we were going to have it catered, it was going to be the food that we could eat. Now, some would say that's just ridiculous, Robert. You know, it's not that important and it's way too expensive and it's inconvenient on and on it goes. But I guess at what point do you have a commitment to speaking about something that you, you then say, I'm so committed to it that you can also eat this antibiotic hormone laced chicken and forget everything that we just said about it. Go ahead and eat it. Right. It doesn't work for me. And 
apparently it doesn't work for the folks that are putting on this conference healing for the ages. So I don't know if you guys are watching it. I don't know if you can still buy in 10 bucks off the, the streaming, whatever, but they're on lunch break right now. So we're going to do our best. I'm going to do my best to uh, broadcast the health and healing that I love bringing to you each and every day, at least six days a week anyway. So for that, uh, that is where we start. And that is the stunning information that you see about these events that really happens. And I'm not making a, a, a wholesale critique or criticism of those that host conferences and don't do it this way. Uh, if you remember when we did the truth about cancer with uh, Ty and Charlene, they also insisted on the organic quality. So again, it's not like it's unprecedented, but it's, it's very rarely a uh, part of the, uh, uh, you know, that plus factor. We want to come bring you in. We want you to come see us. We're going to have a big event at a big expensive hotel and then, we're going to have you eat something I wouldn't feed to my dog. Not that I have a dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's not the way it's going on. So I, I just am duly impressed with their commitment to it. This is not a halfway thing. And I know that the information that uh, Dr. Artis and others are bringing to you, uh, for some of you, might be too shocking to, to consider the possibility when we talk about the, the snake venom peptides and, and the toxins and things. But why, why would it be so hard to believe? The pharmaceutical industry has been poisoning us for profit since they came about, particularly after the Flexen Report of 1910 and that entire MO. In other words, how do they make their money? First, by getting a, uh, a monopoly um, over all of, quote unquote, the healing arts and sciences. And then uh, in that monopoly, they provide that which is approved by the Fear and Death Administration for your consumption. When you go to your doctor, if you have a doctor that has to be allopathic or happens to be allopathic, in most cases it has to be, and they will, what, invariably prescribe for you a toxic poison for which you have no deficiency. And just before the, the, uh, the break, uh, Dr. Brian Artis was talking about uh, um, the Gila monster. <laughs> You're like, Gila monster? Why is he talking about Gila monster? Well, apparently, Big Pharma has tested uh, and, and synthesized Gila monster venom as well. And I was oh, that's just crazy, Robert. Look, look, in homeopathy, we utilize all the substances of creation from the animal, plant, and mineral kingdoms, and some of it's downright dangerous and toxic. However, what's different about what we do is, in homeopathy is we convert those things into safe forms for ingestion that cannot harm and poison anyone or anything. Whereas they take those toxic poisons that have a profound, powerful effect on various systems of the body, including the blood system, and they synthesize it and they reduce it to the point where you don't die immediately for the most part. Some, some do, uh, but that you can be on it for a while, a while, a while, a while. And, and oftentimes they will use a lot of these venoms for, for uh, venoms, drugs for uh, uh, blood pressure. And, and, you know, you're on them for a while going, hey, well, my blood pressure is better, right? In the meantime, all of the other quote-unquote side effects that are direct effects that may be a little slower in coming, including damage to your thyroid, are going to occur within a year on the drug. But that's okay because they've got drugs for your thyroid too. Never mind that you didn't have the problem with your thyroid before you got on the drug for your blood pressure. You follow me what happens here? And so this is the insanity and nonsense of the allopathic medical monopoly for which in which we have been living for generations now in the west and particularly here where the show originates in america and so to uh stretch in a direction where it's kind of shocking for some of you to hear that they have synthesized these snake venoms and various venoms from the animal kingdom reptile kingdom or whatever 
uh, and utilize them as medicines. Some would then argue, well, they, they're not meaning to harm you. Okay. But are they actually healing or curing you? No, they're only managing symptoms that they help to contribute to. So I don't have a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, leeway to give them in terms of, well, we weren't trying to kill you. Well, what you're doing is profiting off of our slow decay and degeneration and dying then by managing the symptoms that you don't address because you don't correctly connect them to the true cause. And you say, who cares what the cause is without saying it? And they say it without saying it by saying, here's the drug to manage the symptom that is caused by something we will not acknowledge or we don't, we pretend we don't know. Like uh, glyphosate and uh, uh, lymphoma or glyphosate and Parkinson's. I saw a, a tweet earlier today. It was, a, um, I think it was somebody from Germany that uh, I think I connected with on Twitter. It was a, a tweet about glyphosate and its dangers and what's going on. And so I did hit the translate button so I could read and see if he was like, is he promoting glyphosate or is he against it? He's like, no, he was against it. And then somebody responded to that tweet and said, you're all wrong about this glyphosate. It is so helpful for the environment. It's allowed us not to have to till up the soil and to run diesel tractors to produce global warming gases. I'm like, man. And then he, he, he concluded in that tweet and said, the only thing glyphosate harms is weeds. Weeds. So I responded on this tweet. I don't know. I haven't checked to see if there's any response to it. I don't care. But I responded. I said, so what you're telling me is that all the humans that end up with Parkinson's disease and uh, lymphomas, cancers, are actually not humans. They're weeds. <laughs> it's basically the conclusion that you can draw from that. Oh, yeah. The only thing glyphosate harms is the weeds. Really? They explain the humans with, gly with glyphosate injury, damage, toxicity, cancer, Parkinson's. Well, they're really just weeds, according to that guy. Uh, it's just absurd. It's silly, but it's dangerous silly, too. Uh, so as we uh, open up the show, I think we've opened the Yeah, yeah, we're opening up the show. Also, I want to give you a heads up. We've got a, a new guest in our two, a brief visit from my friend Saeed David Farman, who's putting on the Biomed Expo next week in Las Vegas, the 14th through the 17th. And you can get tickets and info at biomedexpo.com. There's also a simultaneous, um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's about UFOs or aliens or something. And I don't know, not everybody's into that. That's okay. But I think if you are, it's kind of happening parallel. So you can go to one or the other or both and, uh, and join, join me there in either case. And I'll be lecturing, I'll be broadcasting, I'll be moderating panels. And so we'll hear a little bit more about that. And I think we had a 65% a off um, discount using the word cosmic. I think that's what it was, cosmic. Anyway, we'll talk about that as well uh, coming up. Now, we've got a bunch of stories to cover. We do have a homeopathic hit. If you want to know what it is, you can sneak preview it in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Uh, we have a newsletter that occasionally goes out via email, but you can always check in at robertscottbell.com and see the day, the day's uh, uh, news. And I think it's super Don. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the 8th of September today when we're going live? It is. Yes. Oh, it is 8th September. Okay, cool. So uh, I got the right dates Friday. We're heading into the weekend and uh, I don't know what else to, to cover other than you know, I'm sensitive about the whole Venom stuff because I know it's like uh, when Stu Peters came out with It's in the Water. It was like 
so much hype, so much excess, so much over the top that you really couldn't get to the where I like to go. It's like, all right, let's go beyond the hype and let's go down into what can be validated. What is being analyzed? What is being revealed here? And can we do that? And that's where I like to go. And I know, Super D, you like to go there, too, as opposed to the hype of, of things and the clickbait of things. But the more I look into this, the more, unfortunately, if, or fortunately, whatever, it's validated that, yes, the pharmaceutical industrial complex and all of its trappings, they do synthesize poisons and venoms from the animal kingdom and convert them into drugs. Now, whether you go to a more nefarious plot or not, of course, that it's up to you guys and gals to, to figure that out or not. But seriously, they knew that the COVID injections were devastatingly horrible and not, not helpful. And yet they did it anyway. So at one point, you're going to go, somebody knew because we could figure it out pretty quick, Super D. So you can't give plausible deniability to everybody on the nefarious scheme scenario when we address some of these controversial topics. Yes. Agree or disagree? Too much? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, get, I get your reluctance in that yeah. sense, but I try to be logical about it too. When no, I, I get it. Things. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, you can entertain all kinds of, that's, that's the thing about uh, critical thinking and free speech and all of these things that, you know, that we talk about on the show that are important, right? Um, yes. We can listen to all these things and we can talk about them and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Now, what you choose to believe is up to you. <laughs> yeah, we, we do allow leeway there, do we not? We do. We should. I think so. So I guess my point, Super D, is that unfortunately there Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to do, do two days in a row of having people throw tomatoes at me. So Why would they do that? I, I got into tomatoes? it yesterday. Oh, man. Everybody was Why? yelling at me yesterday, including you. Were they you. yelling at you? Yeah. Why? Why were at they yelling the, at you? In their minds, because I'm a mind reader, but... <laughs> oh, you know, we were talking about going to the doctor or not, you know? Oh, that thing. Did you right? forget about that? I did already. But th then again, yeah. being here, it's very confusing to try and keep up with what happened yesterday. So, yes, I'm just sharing the uh, the, the feed on uh, Facebook right now. Apparently on the f it's funny on the phone when you have the Facebook thing, it gives you an option to share it. Like dot dot, you just hit share, 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 share. If you try to do it on a computer, you have to start, stop, start, stop all over again. And I know uh. that a lot of people that watch it through Facebook need the reminder. And unfortunately, it's not automated. So I just, it's interesting the way they, they run these apps differently on phones, sometimes better, sometimes worse. So, but yeah, coming back to that topic, and I don't want people to throw tomatoes at you either, Super Don, but you know, I, I, I just, I just like to think that we're doing it differently in terms of, yes, we're covering some of the similar stories that are out there. And what's we are not Stu Peters, and I'm okay with no. that, if that's yeah. what you're saying. Yes, yeah. that, that is not, not who we want to be. And, well, we you know, whatever, have... Stu Peters, dude, what you do works for you and good for you, but that's just not our style. We don't put stuff out there just for um, what appears well, to be. Well, the thing is, I, we probably have a fraction of the listening audience compared to those that, that probably like Stu Peters, too. Yeah. Um, and I get that, you know, it's not like everything he does is, is wrong. No, no. Um, but like anything else in life, you know, there's yeah. people will do things that you don't or say things or believe things that you don't agree with. And then they'll say things that you do agree with. And, and that's okay. It used I, to be normal. That used to be the normal thing around here. I just want to be able planet. to, you know, to, to, to address these issues and, and, and assess them and, 
and discuss them in a, in a more rational manner. And that's not to say I, I don't have emotions and I can get hot. Well, here's the thing. Some of these topics, yeah, it's hard to be rational with. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, you know, because yeah. it's like, you're, you're, you are so baiting me right now. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's not like I don't recognize this. So I'm just letting you know. Okay. What, I see what, what, you're, what? I, I see what you're doing here. You don't know. I'm just playing along now. So, <laughs> so some of these things that don't ask me for examples, because you know what I'm okay. talking about. Yes. Some of these things that people talk about, there is no way to be truly rational because the things that they talk about, that they promote, that they believe are, you you know, it's, it's one of those, you can't like go, oh, okay, here it is. Here's what you're talking about. Yeah, this uh, is how it works and this yeah. is what it does. But yeah, yeah. It doesn't exist. So it's just a, something that you have to just agree with, believe yeah. in, you know, it, it's, it's like religion, you know, yeah. it's, it's just like, well, how do you know? Well, yeah, you don't, I, well, I believe. Well, I'd like, but, I'd you like know, to think, like, Super D, <clears throat> if you were here yeah. and you were sitting through the uh, uh, presentations, that you see that the attempts are being made uh -huh. right, to ground it into something that we would call rational science, if you will. And now we know a lot of the science out there, as we've talked time and time again, is completely out, off. You know, it's just it's just not it's not right. It's just right, right. out. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Um, yet the presentations are very grounded, yet there will be some elements of the energetic and the quantum that are harder to rationalize. And I acknowledge that. But again, here I am as a homeopath. You've you've hooked your uh, your whatever to, and we're hanging Hitched out to my wagon, here, right? <laughs> and and you know that alone is beyond a lot of uh, let's say easy logic and rationality still sure. for some, right? And we've we've we discussed the skeptical scenario of it. And I, and I've told you that yeah. from day one, nobody can accuse me of, of being a hypocrite because right. I have never said ever, not a single time have I ever said on any of these topics that we've ever talked about. The stuff that gets to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. I totally agree 100%. You know, it's all about creating a platform for people to have the opportunity to talk about what it is that they believe. Right. And, to, and talk about and have that freedom of speech, right? That freedom of speech that, that, that we're all supposed to have, that, that right, right? That yeah, we're all yeah. supposed to have, even though there's you know, a concerted effort to try and take that away from everybody. And that's really the thing for me. Yeah. Is that yeah, I, I like sticking my finger in the eye of, of the man, right? Yes. Yes. You know, hey, just like, hey, guess what? We're going to talk about it anyway. Right. Now, you know, to say that I'm picking on you, I guess partly, but I just so enjoy our engagement. And I know a lot of folks really do as well, even though <laughs> they're throwing tomatoes at you. But you've been a bit under the weather the past few days, the, yeah. you know, whatever been going around your family, the kids, the grandkids, that kind of thing. So I thank you for holding the fort you know, down despite it. Yeah, no worries. And uh, even engaging today while I'm here and everybody's at lunch. So I don't know if we're going to have uh, surprise guests in here, but it, well, it could happen okay. still. It could that's happen okay. Still. Dude, we've yeah. got plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Including this opening story. Yes, the New York Supreme Court has reinstated 10 teachers who were fired over, if you could show that story, I'm sure it's linked up in the show notes, but they were fired over not getting, you know, the COVID injection. And here we have, again, Super Don's predictions were about the courts. A lot of this will be corrected in the courts. Of course, it's a little too little, a little too late for a lot of folks that lost their job, lost their house, lost their, I mean, that's not justice at that point. The justice would be that they would, they would not have gotten away with initially the mandating of experimental injections ever, you know, as a, as a, uh, 
if you will, a, a, a not a litmus, but as a condition of your uh, participating in the workforce, much less a school or an athletic endeavor or travel. To, so it's, it's kind of a, 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 a hollow victory in a sense. Now, I don't know, Superdon, if you've seen this because I've been able to read through it because of the, you know, the, the being here and, and out and about. But did they also provide for back pay and everything or is it just like, yeah, I think for, back? for those 10 people, they yeah. got they they got compensated for pretty much everything that I recall. Okay. Um, the, the problem that that and it's not really a problem, but I think it's a perspective that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually put out a, a, a sub stack today on on this. And that is that whenever you see one of these victories, uh, you need to take it with a grain of salt because there's a lot of damage that was done in, in, in the process here that can't be undone, mm-hmm. right? right? You know, these teachers that uh, were fired, you know, what kind of impact did that have on, the, on those teachers personally that uh, is not something that can be rectified uh, just through a court decision right what about the effect on the children in the school that were basically you know uh, torn away from from you know their their education whether you think it's a good education or not there's probably something good out of that education but mm-hmm. you know uh, the disruption that was done there and how about and this is the thing that i think is most important and in, in today's Substack, and yeah. if you, you haven't checked out our Substack, just go to our, our website robertscottbell.com upper right hand corner you can check it out uh the chilling effect that took place when you had these these cities, counties, school districts, and stuff like that putting out these mandates and firing these teachers. How many people were coerced by that into going and getting the jab because they didn't want to lose their job? Right. Right. You know, you've got a. And how many of them are, are, are devastatingly ill or chronically ill? In what kind of butterfly effect, right? What kind yeah. of butterfly effect took place? Yeah. on that three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while, you know, victories like this are important because, you know, it shows that in the end, uh, they, the school districts and everybody else that put these mandates in place, they were wrong. They were vitally in their people's constitutional rights. Yeah. But what's going to stop them from doing this again? Mm-hmm. Right? As, as we're hearing all of the, the stories now about here it comes, Here's yeah. the COVID, and then we need the mask. You know, we've got schools that are instituting mask mandates now. It's happening. Yeah, it's again. happening as we speak. Just stunning. And, 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 and there are people that are actually allowing this to happen. And, and you, if you can give people a pass the first time around, even though I was, you know, pulling my hair out, right, while this was going on the first time, going, what are you people doing? You thought, well, they would never fall for it again. And granted, I agree, and I think you do too, that, significantly let's say fewer people will be uh you know basically going along with it but at the same time if you're telling me they're they're mandating it in schools again and the parents are not just out up in arms i mean it shows you the level of uh, complicity that they're unwilling to to you know put their foot down so uh we have a, a Substack article here uh titled restored jobs lost freedoms the paradox of vaccine mandate victories that goes into the heart of the hey judy you can stop by any time. Okay. So I, Judy Mikovits was just walking by. Oh, nice. Hi. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- this is a, 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 it's a Pyrrhic victory in, in some sense. And I don't mean it for the people that lost their jobs and are compensated now. It's good for them. I'm, I'm, it I'm is. Happy of course. Of course it is. But in a larger. What did context, we learn by this, though? This is, yeah. What did we learn from this? Have we and, learned? 
And how do we stop this again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How far they're going to go this time? I don't know. You know, we talked about this, what, a month ago? Yeah. And you know, I was like, I can't imagine that they, they're going to be able to get away with something like that again. Doesn't mean that they're not going to try and get away with something, right? right. They may not do it on the level that they did before, but it doesn't mean they're not, you know, they're not going to try again on some level. And so, yeah. you know, what happens here? What happens when they try and do this again? How do you, how, what do you do? Just not comply, I guess. I mean, that's, that's what everybody's saying, right? Yeah, exactly. Do not comply. How many people, when they're given an ultimatum and say, okay, fine, if you don't do this, whatever it's wear a mask or yeah. get the vaccine, then you, you lose your job. You know, but how, you know how easy is it for somebody to go, okay, fine. How many people realize that it wasn't worth the job that they were trying to save because they're now dealing with chronic debilitating illnesses for which no medical doctor seems to know what to do. And also some have lost their lives over this true and and i you know my point was to look at that bigger picture but it's hard when you've been operating in a uh, you know to say a superficial manner super don doesn't do it justice because in the many ways you're like well how is it superficial to earn money so you can put food in your superficial body right <laughs> you know i get that and that's the discussion that's difficult and where i'm not condemning people at the same time uh, I'm asking people to go a little bit deeper in terms of guidance because it's easy to be manipulated when you are so focused on the material world that one little dangling carrot or the removal of that dangling carrot can alter your behavior to you for you to engage in a behavior that is deleterious to your health or life itself. And that's what we witnessed. And, and the argument was, well, I, I would have lost my job. And there were a lot of different arguments. I would my kid would have not been in school. My kid couldn't play in the play or play in the sports or I, I think for travel. the most for the most part though i mean the idea in this economy that we're in right now mm -hmm. where a vast majority of people are living paycheck to paycheck yeah you know they're 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 basically they're like two paychecks away from being homeless mm -hmm. uh the idea of losing that income yeah. especially if you're you know if you're a single person maybe not not as big a deal but, you know, if you've got a family or something sure. like that, that oh, you know, that's you. no small thing. They got you by the proverbial, you know what? That's for sure. Nope. Uh, and yet I, I got to ask the question how we got here. It didn't happen overnight. Like you said, the, you know, the turning up the frying pan a little bit, a little bit till it gets too hot to, and you can't jump out. It's too late. The little deeper is the lot deeper. It's the why are you here? You know, we've been convinced in so many ways in the West that it's about working for the man, pu pulling the, the lever, getting the paycheck. And of course, the, the, the massive deductions coming out to pay for the cost of your enslavement uh, is part of that. And at a, a certain point when you go, you know what, I'm not obligated to participate in that system. That system is degrading, demoralizing, dehumanizing, enslaving, all of these things. And now it becomes, for me, a spiritual issue that even overrides sometimes when we talk about biblical perspectives. The, the, the safety of our very lives and bodies. At what point do we say for my sake or for the sake of my kids or their, you know, I want them to live in freedom. And if I do not stand my ground here, put my foot down, then we are all in on enslavement, even though we put up with a lot of enslavement from a different, you know, uh, a different intensity level of intensity. Right. The and that's, is, that's the big decision. Yeah. That's yeah. the big decision because m most people, that may have gone along with whether it was the mass mandate or the, or the, or the jab mandate. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully jab is a better than the V word. Inject mandate. I just, the, what was, what was the word we came up with? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Somebody out oh, in the audience man. will remember. There was some word that we hit. It was, it was we perfect. liked it. It was a good one. It was anyway. Anyway, for somebody, you know, the the most people, I believe, anyway, they did not have a catastrophic, devastating um, 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 situation, even if they got the 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 jab. Okay. You want to come in and say hi? For those people, Real quick. you just say hello. Hold on a second. We got a quick hello from the guy who's made this all possible. There he who, is, Doctor Brian Artis. Who's this guy? Oh my God! It's Let me. I got to crank you up. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. It's the Robert Scott. There we go. Oh, man. Robert Scott. Love this guy. Man. This guy made it possible for me to be here when I was like, no, well, there's no way I could be here at yep. this event. I mean, it's like crazy. He wanted me here. I don't know why. Oh, no, I'm we're se- here. I'm sending you homeopathic snake venoms. And I just sent you the Gila monster because yeah, I saw you talking about it. <laughs> and we have that as well uh, as a remedy in homeopathy. And uh, as I said, you know, it's one of the missing components in our recovery as we talk about the energetics of life itself. And well, he's a chiropractor. He knows. And Robert Scott Bell, I trust. I yeah, got to he's got to run. But thanks, my brother. Good to see you. <laughs> Just had to have him stop by and say hello. So anyway, that was fun. So there we hello, go. Hello, goodbye. So the, the, you guys are streaming it live right now. Some of you are going to watch it live or later, and we'll be available for you either way. I see. Um, see, Lori says, hi, Brian. Your webinar blew me away last night. I think uh, Lori is also blown away by Dr. Henry Ely, who's just a treat. Man, that guy's just so so real i met his son it's awesome you know good good people that are here committed to this as well uh let's see what else was it i had a recommendation i think here from steven is it he says i should go ahead and eat the organic catered food and and fast another day life is (laughs) dynamic and changing so don't need to stick to a dogmatic friday only fast i don't think you can do that can you I can, but I, you know, but you won't, will you? The thing is for me, it's about the discipline of doing it. It's more than just, you know, the, the, the not eating, not that that's, that's hard for me anymore, but it's the discipline to go, you know what? I looked at all of that food that they were offering organic <laughs> and quite honestly, it was like, dude, what, wow. an, what an opportunity. Look at you, you know, Look at you, man, Mr. And, Miyagi over here, wax on, wax off. Well, I, I'm just saying it, it isn't, it, it isn't for anybody else, but it's for me. Right. Even though I'll share about this because I, maybe it'll inspire somebody to, to do something that they think they couldn't do because I couldn't do this in the past. And and so it's it's for me. And I get that, you know, dogma. I'm not into being dogmatic. That's not my way. But at the same time, when it comes to things that you've achieved, disciplines that you've uh, overcome or, or, or are in the midst of doing, uh, it's, you know, here I could weigh it out and go, oh, I can have that, that meal. And boy, that food looks really good. And it is. And it'll make me feel good because it's organic and clean. At the same time, it would feel to me like, man, that was just an easy thing to just kind of not do and go ahead and do that. So if it's once a week, I, it's not a big deal, honestly. And I thought it was years ago. And, and as I've traveled around the world and still maintain the ability to do so, it's kind of a personal achievement for me to go, yeah. I've I've overcome a lot to be able to do this. So for me, well, it works. Stephen, uh, Stephen, there's trying to educate you there on on the fact that the body works best when it adapts to changes. Yeah. So the organic food would probably do more good today than a fast. All right, Stevie. He's he's like the little he's like the little devil on your shoulder, right? right? Go trying eat, to uh, go eat, go eat. <laughs> you well, want the food? Eat the food. Here, here, I'm going to add another thing into the mix, Steve. Um, the last couple of days uh, before I got here. I was feeling a little soreness in my chelidonium point. For those of you who know the chelidonium point, we haven't done that remedy yet in the homeopathic kits, but I'm sure it's on the list. 
chelidonium is the, t is the point, is the top point of the liver. So if you have between your shoulder blades on the right-hand side of your back, if you ever had a soreness there, you're like, why I, did I do so? Was I throwing a baseball? No, I wasn't throwing a baseball. What was I was doing nothing. Why did it, why does it feel like I have a muscle soreness or tightness or a little pain there? And it's often an indication your liver is telling you, hey, dude, you're under a little bit of stress, whether it be emotional or physiological or a combination of the two, there's something going on. So one of the best ways to address that is to fast. So there's another side benefit, if I say unique to what I've, what I've had the la last couple of days, and I was able to do some things before I left home to help get me on top of that. I woke up this morning. I said, it was a little bit of a twinge of remnant of it. I was doing extra uh, liver detox type remedies from, a, from homeopathy. Uh, I do the, uh, the herbal formulas out of India, the Ayurvedic stuff for the liver and things like that. So for me today specifically, Stephen, I get what you're saying. I'm going to go with the fast being better for me today. So, but I do appreciate your perspective and I'm not yelling or screaming at you. Not like I normally would anyway. <laughs> so, but I'll tell you where they should be fasting is uh, public school cafeterias. Man, if you eat what they're serving you there, you and your kids are going to end up in the doctor's office begging for drugs to deal with the symptoms that those foods are putting in the garbage pail or should be in the garbage pail, but you're treating your kids like garbage pails. Uh, headline reads, pure garbage, school cafeterias start serving up big food lunchables. Kraft is part of the big food conglomeration. You know, how, however many companies own a few or all of the food delivery system, including many of them own a lot of the organic delivery systems, too. But uh, lunchables are being added to K through 12 school lunch programs across the U.S. thanks to Kraft Heinz, which is uh, one of the largest uh let's say lobbyists, and now they are connected to Berkshire Hathaway, BlackRock, Vanguard State Street, all of these things partnering up with the School Nutrition Association to provide toxic food devoid of vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, essential fats, etc. And their argument is like, well, it's, uh, we're supporting it, we're subsidizing it, we're getting it in cheaper so people that couldn't eat food will be eating this stuff. And like, of course, driving them through Medicare and Medicaid programs to get drugs for which they have no deficiency because the food itself has done them all wrong and done them harm. And then they feed into a system that is now, even though it's not coming out of pocket for many of the poor people, it's coming out of the last of the Americans who are actually working and paying the so-called uh, taxes that they convince you you have to pay in order to support this large corporate fascist system that we are now you know living in or under or around or through whatever it is uh so is this me wanting to starve poor children in school no it's a recognition that the system is set up to basically feed them calories that are actually starving their vital functions and ultimately resulting in more customers for the pharmaceutical industrial complex and their products including the medical monopoly and the doctors to serve up those drugs and there are going to be more customers for those because they are then forced into going into the only system that is allowed that they can afford because they're not paying for it anymore because they're too poor to do anything but beyond the government dole, which is basically to the benefit of the large corporations that the people on the left say they hate and they loathe and how terrible they are. They're not giving all of this away for free. Well, yeah, inadvertently they are, uh, but at the cost of everybody else who says they care about poor people. 
And it isn't just poor people to care about. It's like, how about when I go to Canada and talk to them about their socialized medical system? I've mentioned this many times over the years. Yeah, they're at the, the Total Health Conference asking the folks, what do you like about your uh, your system of health care that you think America is so rotten? Well, you people in America, people go bankrupt with their health medical bills. Like, yeah, that's true. What about up here in Canada? Well, no, we, we have a we have a system where you can just go and get the care and you don't have to worry about, you know, going bankrupt. And then, and at this holistically inclined conference, I asked the people, how many of you use the, the system you have in Canada? Health Canada's socialized medicine system. Oh, no, I would never use it. What? Here you're touting its virtues, how great it is for poor people. And you wouldn't use it. No, no. Why, why would I use it? It's all drugs. It's all vaccines. It's all, you know, and if you can get in line for surgery, if you, you think you need it. So, again, be careful what you wish for. If you want something for free, it comes at a high price. How many of you paid directly out of pocket for a COVID injection? Now, I grant you that in this audience, probably far fewer got them. But how many of you know anybody that paid out of pocket for a COVID injection? And tell me we don't have a socialized medicine system in America. Super Don, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't everybody get them for free? Isn't that what socialists like? Free medical? Who yeah, I, I, I don't remember anything about anybody paying for it. Right? So we're already there. This corporatized fascist system is already a socialized system. It's socialized primarily for the corporate uh, welfare, as we talk about. But even for the average American, even a wealthy American didn't have to pay for a COVID injection. They got it for free. Yep. Which is, if your mama taught you anything, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Somebody's paying well, for it. We we ended up paying for it. Yeah. You know, because the government paid for it, right? Mm -hmm. And made it available because it was a pandemic. It was a health emergency. And, yeah. you know. So it told you we didn't even have to become a socialized official nation. We had to have socialized medicine in America. It's socialized poisoning, socialized intoxication, socialized injections. But now the follow-up is when you go to the doctors that you can't afford or maybe you're poor enough to get on the Medicaid rolls, who's benefiting? Not the poor people that don't have a drug deficiency or the middle-class people either. It's the, co the companies that are producing these drug products that are now funneling it through these single-payer systems in a non-socialized free market for medicine, healthcare, capitalistic system in America that we don't have. We don't have capitalism in America, free market for medicine. We don't have it. We're already socialized and fascized. And yet people don't seem to think about it as they go, well, we don't want socialized medicine like Canada. Well, you already got it. How many of you paid for your COVID <laughs> injection? Okay. I'm bringing that up. Very uncomfortable, I know, for my fellow Americans, some of you anyway. And then we've got the pundits like uh, Megyn Kelly. Very, very high end. She was with Fox News. Then she left and she's got her own podcast. She's very well spoken. Uh, fairly easy on the eyes for most of you, uh, you know, watching her. There she is. She's now saying she regrets getting the COVID injection. And in fact, we have a video clip of her saying this. Do we have one or more clips for this, Super Don? I want people to see it because I've got a lot to say. It's, about just, this. it's oh. just one clip of an interview. Okay. She was, I think she was on Sirius XM okay. doing an interview with, on somebody's show. And uh, this is what she had to say. I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I'd got COVID many times and I, it was well past when the vac vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my annual physical. Hmm. And I asked, I went, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID within three weeks? And she said, yes, yes. I wasn't the only one she'd seen that with. 
She got the damn booster. Right. The damn so, booster. All right. What does that say about her intelligence? And, and, and Lee Merritt, do you want to come in and join me? Dr. Lee Merritt's here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Um, let me get this on. You're still going to hear uh, Super Don when we talk to my producer through that, but I still need you to wear the headphones. I'm going to bring up your uh, microphone here, and I'm going to bring you in. And scoot closer to me if you don't mind. I think we're friends by now. And this is uh. Dr. Lee Merritt. We've had a great time here at the Healing for the Ages conference, chatting behind the scenes in, in Ubers and things, and uh, it's been great. We were just talking, uh, we just played a clip of Megyn Kelly, you know that reporter, Megyn Kelly? She used to be with Fox News, and she's like now coming out and saying she regrets the vaccine, the, the, and, the, and she got the damn booster, and now she's got autoimmune stuff. And I'm not saying she's a dummy, because she's a very intelligent woman. She is. But at the same time, what's disappointing about her is that She's like so many that have bought into the lies of the medical science, the doctors, the PhDs, just listen to them, follow the science. And she's fallen prey to that. And she still doesn't see that much of what she believes in is a false, a series of false teachings. And that's what I'm seeing here in in regards to, uh, you know, her awakening. And I'm not. Yeah. And the sad thing is she's being lied to twice. She was lied to when they told her it was safe and effective mm-hmm. and that they really knew what was going on here and that it was for her health. Right. And then she's being lied to in the idea that, well, you've got this autoimmune disease and we don't really know what causes it, but we'll mitigate the symptoms by giving you these toxic drugs. If she because I mean, the other because there's if they were honest, they, they might be looking at the root cause of this autoimmune disease. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, if you knock down the immune system and your parasites in your own body start breaking out, your body has to respond with Im- immunity. I mean, right, it has to, right. That's autoimmune disease. That's why all of these drugs for parasites are what they use that work on autoimmune diseases. Why do we, we you know, it was very funny. In COVID, yeah. I'm an orthopedic surgeon. So during COVID, they wouldn't let me call in 10 days of hydroxychloroquine because that sounded like I was treating COVID. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, uh, is this for COVID? Yes. Okay, we can't give it to you. If I if I literally had hung up the phone, yeah, called them and back. I'd, I'd called them back, and I said, um, I'd like Plaquenil, uh, 200 milligrams BID for 30 days with unlimited refills. No problem. But Plaquenil is hydroxychloroquine by the name that they go by when <laughs> yeah. they use it for autoimmune disease. Right. Right. So what's the what's the what's the what's the scam here? Mm-hmm. The scam here is autoimmune disease is probably parasites. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't prove it right now, but sure. I, but but it, that's why it works. But it doesn't, the reason too, it fits everything we see. The reason that people get better with it for two years is that it helps initially, but it's not getting rid of all the cysts. Mm-hmm. So the insisted parasites then grow and they have problems over time. And that's why it only works for about two years. Then you're kind mm-hmm. of stable. If they do it right, they could get rid of autoimmune but disease. But if, if we go back to some, I would call them legends in the natural realm, like Hannah Kroger and Holda Clark. Mm-hmm. They've been yeah, yeah. preaching They've been the issue of parasites for, you know, and, and they were laughed at, they were derided, oh, yeah. and they would go in through, you know, various energetic technologies right. that were very basic in sense, you know, the zapping kind of thing. But the idea here is we're talking about, and, you know, as a homeopath, it's not so foreign to me, although I didn't know this when I grew up allopathically, that we can address these things through frequency oh, as yeah. well. Well, everything is frequency. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, you know, I look at, coming back to the Megyn Kelly discussion, because we got a lot of these pundits that, you know, they're not stupid people. They're very intelligent. They, they engage in that, but they have a belief system that limits their worldview. 
And I, and I just saw her commentary. I don't know, Super Don, if you saw this, but she was uh, she had Vivek. Uh, what's the guy who's running for president of Vivek Ramaswamy or something? Ramaswamy. <laughs> the guy yeah. has got the most fun <laughs> last Harvard name Yale. in Another politics. Harvard, Yale. Guy. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, so he's talking a good game on a lot of things that we go. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, I'm glad to hear somebody saying it. But he went off on uh, 9-11 and said, hey, there's some problems with here. I don't know if he said 9-11 was an inside job, those words, but immediately her commentary was reactionary of like, I'm not going to consider any of that. Dismissed it out of hand, just as she would dismiss me or any of us to say, hey, the COVID vaccines or jabs or injections are crap. They don't work. And at the beginning phase, she's like, you are just an anti-vaxxer, right? So there's this partition among many of these people of great intelligence, sometimes the smarter that they are, the least likely they are able to see the things that we've been seeing and talking about for so long. Uh, and to, to, to kind of dismiss out of hand somebody talking about, hey, there's some problems with the uh, official narrative on 9-11. Right. How does somebody even, you know, I mean, the commissioner, you know, and you've been in the military, you know a lot of the things that have gone on and, and discussed and are, are quite horrific and scary to even discuss. Yeah. Well, you know, what you said about, and I wish I could remember the exact words you just said about Megyn Kelly, about she believes she has these ideas that kind of in the inform her world belief. She's got yes. she's got these kind of fraudulent ideas or these wrong ideas that mm. make that make her world belief. There's a name for that. It's called the matrix. You know, we live we yeah. live in a matrix of ideas mm-hmm. and it's internally consistent. You know, right. in inside of it, this whole thing's works. It's like the whole, you know, here's my best example. It's like the idea of the gene manipulation, the DNA kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we're led to believe, well, it, and, and PCR testing. Let's just take PCR testing. Mm-hmm. We're led to believe that they can take a, make a PCR test because they sampled the virus. Okay, this all sounds very sciencey and all right, sorts right. of stuff, right? Yes, yes. Real sciencey. They they sampled the virus and we found these unique unique sequences in the genome and we we put them on a swab stick and we stick them in your nose and we wave it about in the air in a parking lot. Remember when they were doing the drive through? Yes, yes. And then we put them in this machine that we you know that does something and then it comes out and it tells it made us some whether sounds. You, it made some whirring yeah, sounds. Yeah, so. and then yeah. we it determine whether you've got COVID or not. Yeah. Okay. Now it's all internally consistent. Yeah. There's they've they've shown you the the genetic sequence of the virus. They've shown you all the spike protein. The the all the swabs they've told you we got these sets things on the swabs until you actually start breaking mm-hmm. it apart and suddenly mm-hmm. you realize you're in the truman show because <laughs> because like the first thing i did was mm-hmm. i took the the generic the genetic sequence on the swab sticks mm-hmm. there were 18 tests initially yeah and they were done by three organizations the the, the drosten group the uh not the salt petrie but the other famous louis pasteur institute and the cdc and each of them had six tests mm-hmm. and i started running those six sequences through the blast program which is what looks at what you know here's a sequence of genetic uh uh basis and what does it where's it from yeah they all came up homo sapiens that's us <laughs> right. homo sapiens gene 8 homo right. sapiens gene 5 i mean mm. you can't make this up after i did 12 of them i gave up i said they're testing us to our own genome right now here's the bottom line here's if you so if you step outside this matrix if you get out that truman show wall mm-hmm. and you're standing at through thirty thousand feet you might have said wait a minute I have 3.4 billion base pairs in my genome 3.4 billion I mean, my gene, if it's my genes, if they were laced end to end, probably go to Tokyo from here. Okay. <laughs> and yet they're going to tell me. Oh, and when I was in medical school, they taught us that there were viral genes embedded in our genes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we're told 
that this is a new virus we've never seen before, and we don't really know much about it when it first came out, but suddenly we have a test for it. And that we're going to now take this and we're going to put 16, one six out of 3.4 billion. We're going to put one six, 16 in a sequence, stick yeah. it in your nose. And by the way, your nose just had a fruit fly fly in it. And, and, and you know, you, you inhaled your Kool-Aid and you, uh, <laughs> you, you know, your, your nose is a dirty area, right? It's yes. got all sorts of junk in there. Yeah. And we're going to swab it in there and tell you, you have this, this new virus. Thing. Yeah, and now that you put it that way, see, this is super Don. This is why I love Lee. She's she's got it. She sees it in this way where we like point out these absurdities that I have to point out from time to time, often, and go, uh, "How do these smart people get so?" But then again, we have a story a little later. I can just sneak preview it real quick. Uh, Harvard was uh, ranked the worst of all the uh, higher institutions of indoctrination for freedom of speech. Harvard. Why am I not surprised, though? That one that yeah. one actually might be a true news story. <laughs> that might be a true the one true story about, uh, you know, our university or colleges and Harvard being the worst in terms of uh, freedom of speech support. So, uh, you know, talking about the things that I love to talk about, and you're bringing these things in, recognizing that people have their own belief system about the world. And this is the power, like Bruce Lipton would talk about our genes even conform to our beliefs. Right. That's how much powerful power we have in terms of co-creating our reality but for often for more often than not we allow others to co-create our reality in other words they set the matrix as opposed to hey we could if they have that power to do it don't i can i just say hey i don't like that one i'm gonna co-create something better right yeah. and i think they don't want us to know that we can yeah i think that's exactly true yeah. and and for example i mean look at the money system mm -hmm. you know you showed me those gold bills the gold backs yeah gold backs let's see okay yeah, those are awesome. So, so what 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 supports the dollar? It's the full faith and credit of the American people. It's our it's our belief in it, right? Mm -hmm. The minute that belief falls apart, then the dollar crashes to nothing. Exactly. That's, that's what happened to the mark years ago. Right. But then instead of something that you can hold in your hand that actually has intrinsic worth. Right. Check out this gold yeah, bag. This I is love a, these. This is a five gold bag. This has a one two hundredth of a tray ounce of gold in it. Okay. And I'm yeah, going to, I'm going to, you had one that's one, one thousand. One thousandth. Now look at this. This is a 50 gold back. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a note, but has one twentieth of a troy ounce of gold in it. You melt that down, you have gold. Oh yeah. And it's heavier. Yes. It's, it's bigger and heavier. heavier. So this is the innovation of what, what would I call co-creation within a matrix that says, no, you can't do that. And then you go, well, I'm doing it. Well, this is Utah and, and North New Hampshire. So are all states getting involved? In uh, Nevada. Uh, let's see what else has gotten on on board already. I think they're working on on Texas here, not yet, but there are a number of states awesome. that have already established gold and silver or reestablished it as legal tender. That's the first phase, and then we have you know people that will sponsor a particular state. So we got Nevada, New Hampshire, uh, Wyoming has just come on board, uh, and uh, and Utah. So more states are, and even foreign countries are investigating this because they're realizing wow. the collapse of these fiat money systems. They need some way to have their people engage in commerce and, yeah. and you can't do this digitally no that, that's no. a really big point they yeah. can't take us to a cbdc with this you have correct to, you have to be you have to actually hand it to they them. can destroy the federal reserve note dollar and make yeah. it worthless and then you're like well what do i do and my point is you know i go to the ace hardware store in my neighborhood and i buy stuff with this wow that's and, awesome and the point is even though we'd like to hold stuff because we want to store have a value because other things are collapsing around us the idea is how do we change behavior in a given culture or society? It's like, you've got to go out and do this. So when you get these things, I know you want to hold them, 
and I do too, but I'm getting out there. I'm spending, I'm using them for tips. The, the one gold back note, which is about four bucks approximately. That's actually neat. That's and they, a good they, way to use you them. You should see how people light up when you hand them real gold. And they're like, oh, it's like the first time they've ever been paid in something that's not an evidence of a debt. That's so right. It's, it's really cool what you can do. And that's, Again, Lee just shows up here, Dr. Merritt, and look where we go. This is the awesomeness of Dr. <laughs> well, and, and Because yeah. I think it's all about getting out of the matrix. It's all about getting out of this false reality that they've created for us. Here's another example of that. Yeah. Uh, I discovered that the Iowa Board of Public Health is actually a corporation listed on Dun & Bradstreet, which says it's not a government agency and it's not there for your health. Mm -hmm. Corporations are there to make a profit. So when they told us not to use ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, they were – they were running a script that was given them by the drug companies to make a profit. That's had to be the way it worked. I mean, I don't have, uh, I don't have the, the, the back room. Sure, but follow the money has been But follow that. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's a corporation. It's not there as a public entity for the public good at all. Right. That's the point we have to make. The, the illusion is. It's the illusion. Yeah. And so same with the medical boards. Right. So, so the, it, the, so the thing that's going to really break the back of this whole cartel is when we just turn in our medical licenses and say. You know, unless you were, unless you have to work in a hospital. Unfortunately, I was a big, big hospital-based surgeon all my life. But now, if I wanted to just practice good old-fashioned government, you know, government-free medicine, uh, the old way, yeah. you know, like the house call doctor, yeah, I could just go. Um, I could just turn in my license and and let them let them try and, and see. They can't. The, the secret here is for any doctors listening. The secret here is is they really can't come after you once you turn in your license. Yeah. Because they don't have they've never they don't had have jurisdiction any, anymore. They've never had any control yeah, of you yeah. to begin with. They just pretended it because they gave you that piece of paper. You volunteered that was their in their corporate yeah. certificate. You mm -hmm. you basically bought into their corporation exactly. by sending you money. Yeah, and then you're subject to their jurisdiction, and then they 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 bust you up every which way but loose until you realize once you uh, relinquish the license, you're free. For the right, first time because now you're under God's law. You're yeah, under common law. Exactly. In the in the state in which you live, you know, you're I tell not you, there. I, I can't wait to go on your show and we'll have such a great discussion on so many things. And, you know, uh, Dr. Barrett and I were talking about, you know, infectious disease issues, the real crisis of, of antibiotic use, overuse and also yeah. appropriate use. And, you know, as a homeopath that was raised allopathically, I recognized I was raised on antibiotics. I was on the antibiotic of the week club. You know, that was me. <laughs> Destroyed my guts. And they never once the doc say, hey, you know, maybe you'll put them on a probiotic or something. Nothing like that. And so I had to work very hard to regain my GI integrity. Uh, a couple of years of intense work when I first learned about natural medicine. And so it's been a big journey for me, a passion that I have to share this, not only with lay people, but doctors as well and other all holistic docs, too. And, you know, well, and if they, and, you know, if these guys, which I believe, if they believe that they're. Their, their attack against humanity is basically a da an attack against our immune system. Mm -hmm. They've been trying to get to our immune system for a long time. Right. They couldn't do it without injecting us. That's yeah. the key point. But they came close with all these toxins in our food and our antibiotics because the immune system, your gut is the primary organ of the immune system. Right. So right. that was why they were doing it to you. I love Steve's Chinese proverb. The person who says it cannot be done should not interrupt the person doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. So as we talk about the damage to the immune system, as much as we can argue and have shown that antibiotics can be life-saving interventions, acknowledge that, the overuse and abuse of them or utilizing them even one inch outside of the need for them, for per se, uh, can result in immune damage, can be chronic, devastating, right. and lifelong. And that's, again, this is why my journey and my passion about this is so big. So what I've tried to do is find out how many other ways where we have said, well, I think we still need the antibiotic here, 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 and here. I'm like, 
well, no, is it possible? Oh, look, we got that thing. We got that. So we're down to that really the place a, a, a small port exactly yeah. and that i think most physicians and, and even doctors aren't holistically oriented i say doc you you're really pleased that you're giving all these antibiotics out would you like to use fewer antibiotics? So yeah fast. yeah of course do you think it's a good goal to have to use less or more less okay so it's not even a controversial topic right. you know as for, for me coming in as a homeopath it's not controversial but the question is how do you do it and successfully so that you can repeat, repeat, as opposed to, oh, I hope we get lucky this time. Because you can't, you know, operate on that luck when you're dealing in life and death or infectious situations. Right. I mean, you know, when I was thinking about, I wrote a book years ago about surviving the, the medical meltdown because I was watching Obamacare come in and I thought, there's going to come a day and mm -hmm. it's here. A moment. Superdon's going to have to intervene. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What happened? Uh, <laughs> I I tapped the computer and it messed things up. I'm gonna have to go oh. out and back in. Hey, we're on the top of the hour break anyway, so why don't you uh, go take us out? We'll just do that. Okay. All right. I can do that. Say, tell them what they need well, to know. I don't have to stay. I was just gonna... No, no, I love the, having you, but it's okay. Uh, let's see. Do we have the audio back? Yeah, you're back. Okay, we're back. All right. So yeah, follow up on your because it was important. I think. It was Oh, oh, so I was just going to say, so I wrote this book about surviving the medical meltdown, about not having a doctor in the future, because I saw what Obamacare was doing. Well, I didn't anticipate COVID necessarily, but COVID has really brought to bear what I thought was going to happen just with Obamacare. And that is people were going to get, they're going to, they're going to be more self-sufficient. So I talked in my book about, you know, what I would stock up and how to, how to save medications and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so for my own family and things and from, you know, kind of treating the neighborhood if I needed to, I, I kind of put together a list of antibiotics that I would need. And mm -hmm. I've and I've had them in my my little, you know, mm -hmm. boxes that yeah. I have. And the problem is but but I find that less and less I use them because now I use chlorine dioxide and I use silver solution and I use Lugol's iodine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and exactly. hydrogen peroxide you yeah. know, and things. So I don't have to take. My yeah, so personally you, you, don't use them, and you, I don't tell people to use them very often. Right. Your experience has been like mine just over time. We we thought that they were always needed here, and then we find out we can use it here, here. And this is the thing, working with doctors, it's like I know first they have to understand the mechanism and show, hey, yeah, this is valid. This is real. This is why it happens. This is how it happens. Okay, I can do that. But now we got to go clinically. How, how do you integrate it appropriately for right. each case and where is it too much or where could it even be an adjunct to those places where antibiotics are still considered necessary could we reduce our reliance even then and i would right. argue yes so I, I i got you a gift here this is from my friends at natural immunogenics oh my gosh. this is the argentin 23 professional starter kit that's the uh, bioactive silver hydrosol that is used professionally around the world in more clinics medical clinics than any other silver and uh because you are the consummate professional. I know you Thank would appreciate you. this. Thank and, you very much. And we can certainly follow up and talk more about it. On Oh, tell everybody when your show is on and how they listen Oh, yeah. To you. So, so, and we're going to have you as a guest soon. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I've got my scheduler working on it. If sure, I do sure. it, I'll screw it up. So. <laughs> yes, I know. Me too. <laughs> so, no, I have a, a Exit the Biomatrix podcast, and it's every Monday night, central, 7 Central Time, and you can sign up for it at uh, themedicalrebel.com. Nice. TheMedicalRebel.com. She is that. Uh, I certainly enjoy seeing you uh, hey, over the time. We've gotten to connect. Thank you very much for this. Yeah, over time to, to learn more about who you are as a human being, as a spiritual <laughs> being in the creation of, of, of all of God's creation. And I've enjoyed connecting with you. Yeah, And, you know, you. We, we've lost friends along the way, including, uh, you know, shout out to our buddy, Dr. Batar, yeah. who's on the other side now. Um, 
you know, whatever the journey is, why people some leave when they do, I don't have the answer to all of that. But I know that while we're here with every breath, we'll keep going to bring that power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. Thanks for being here. We'll be back in hour two coming up after this. All right, I guess we're live there. Super Don, I, I couldn't, that video was, was stuttering. Completely. Did Restream do that to us again? Apparently. Did that go out, that, that, that break? Uh, I, I only saw it stuttering the whole time. Jeez. So, Sorry, so guys, if that's the case. Well, for me, it looks fine. I can yeah. never tell that. I can never tell on the producer side of things here. It plays just fine. And that was not a local video that I was playing. It yeah. was a, a, an uploaded video, yeah, no, which no, usually Restream, has no problem. As far as I can see, Restream messed that up. So uh, sorry okay. about that, y'all. Um, we have uh, for the two of our, you that are left watching. Right. Sorry yes. about that. But yeah, uh, shout out to Trinity School of Natural Health. Also, um, shout out to our friends at uh, Orange Guard. Of course, I mentioned paying for uh, things at Ace Hardware with Goldbacks. You know, I can buy Orange Guard at Goldbacks. Those of you who don't want toxic pesticides in your life and your homes, I don't blame you. We don't either. So that's why I use delimiting-based pest control, orangeguard.com. You can get it at Whole Foods, although I acknowledge I'm not a big fan of Whole Foods. I think they're starting to uh, eliminate homeopathy in their set. Can you imagine that? Whole Foods. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to – they're doing the FDA's bidding. It's like, what the hell is wrong with these people or whoever's running that company? Who knew there would be a day when you you may not be able to buy homeopathy at Whole Foods? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's – I think there was an A&H alert going out recently uh, so that's something we'll have to revisit uh, but uh, again I would get Orange Guard at, at Ace Hardware or if you want OrangeGuard.com straight up and, and go there uh, that was fun with Lee Merritt wasn't it Dr. Merritt yeah. was uh, great and yeah. uh, she is uh, as, as well uh, versed in medicine as she is in a lot of other things and uh, it's a, a very pleasant conversation with her so we'll get on her show eventually as well we had Brian Artis stop by quickly for a hello. We're at the Healing for the Ages conference in Dallas, Texas. Uh, they're back in session. We are here live going out to the world from the event. Um, there were a couple of things we didn't get to hit last hour I want to add into the mix here, including a question of the day and also a story about laxatives. And I think uh, the money shot on the laxative story, which is funny but not funny, uh, is, well, first and foremost, that there's so much demand for laxatives that they can't keep up with, you know, the, the production of like ethylene, propylene, glycol, or whatever is the, you know, the oh, main man. ingredient to soften your stool. Mm. Now we, we know that constipation is is uh, pretty prolific, and I know because of my experience in history as a young boy growing up in America on the standard American diet, the sad diet. But when you have gastroenterologists from where is this? Can you find in that article where that GI doctor was from that they quoted here? That, to me, is, is ever, ever so telling. You can go full screen on it and scroll down till we see it. Uh, that was a, a, you know, quite a profound revelation that shows you why I've said what I've said about GI doctors. Uh, let's see. Gastroenterology. This is Dr. Of New George Jersey. Pablo. Like. Gastroenterology Associates of New Jersey. There, some of people are treating laxatives like a budget version of Ozempic to feel skinnier. Uh, 
look, coffee enemas are a way better method if that's what Ooh, you that's probably do. not a good uh, not a good plan to use uh, laxatives to make yourself feel skinnier. Yeah, no, no, not a good plan at all. All right, scroll down well. a little bit more. Let's see if we can find out where the money shot is in this article. More young buyers. A lot of young people are dealing with constipation. That's not surprising. Uh, let's see. How often do they claim they're going or how often? Does oh, I know relation? what you're talking about yeah, here. Yeah. Let's see. Where was that? I don't remember. It's a long article, but it's pretty profound and pretty revealing. Let's see so, if, if I can. What just... is normal in terms of elimination patterns, according to a gastroenterologist <laughs> in the 21st century? I think that's the end of it there. All right. Yeah. So where is it? It was three. Three is the magic number. Yeah. Find the number three. And uh, we'll let's see. Three. Looking for three. There's 30. There's 30. I'm sure this is exciting. You and I both saw it, so I'm just not. No, actually, I didn't see it. You saw it and you read it to me, but I didn't actually see it. Okay. Well, if you can find it, great. If not, I will uh, paraphrase it. Basically, this gastroenterologist says that it is normal to have a bowel movement anywhere from three days to three times a week. Talk about a a range that you can drive 100 million semi-tractor trailers through. How can it be? Normal and healthy to have three bowel movements a day or three bowel movements in an entire week. And that's your range of healthy. What does that tell you about allopathic medicine and their science? It's pseudoscience. It's junk science. It's crap. In fact, you should have more crap instead of the crap they're spewing out of their mouths telling you that you can go three times a week. And this is why I say the first question you should ask your doctor if you want them to be your doctor, he or she, is how many bowel movements do you have every day, doctor? Please tell me. And if they recoil in horror at the question, you know they're not the doctor for you. Or if they say they go three times a week or three times a month, they're not the doctor for you because they're full of you know what. It ain't coming out. So this is Dr. Brian Lacey. Okay. He says here that uh, many people think they need to have a bowel movement every day. That's a misconception, he says, explaining that the healthy range is between three a day and three a week, just like you said. Wow, yeah. No, well, to I'm, me, that's that's like uh, the extremes on both sides, wouldn't you say? I mean, typically people don't have three a day. Well, ideally, if you ate three meals a day, as I've talked about this, the, the cycle of inflow and outflow should mirror closely. Now, look, I am How realistic. How common is the, that, though? Not very anymore. Yeah. No, it's not yeah. very. But as, as I talk about healthy and, and what's considered healthy today is different than what it once right. was. So when we talk about, you know, it, you know, the joke about hiring a doctor. But the thing is, the only reason a doctor could say that it's healthy to go three times a week is because that's all they're going. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to justify their bowel habits. And, and it's just not right. If you have three meals a day and you only go once a day, there's an inflow outflow imbalance now hopefully that once a day is a significant <laughs> so you know you're not like <laughs> accumulating more and more like you know the old john wayne scenario where they said he died with how much fecal material in his in his intestines and colon you know 50 pounds 70 pounds whatever that happened i think elvis was the same way yeah so and of course he might have been on opioid drugs that created that, that drying and the backlog of, of digestive uh, outflow so to speak so when i make these jokes about the medical community isn't to be insulting. It's just to be accurate with humor because we got to laugh. It's so sad. These are, I mean, that was a Mayo Clinic doctor, right? And people go, oh, I have the Mayo Clinic. Like, my son works for the Mayo Clinic. I went to the Mayo Clinic. I'm like, they're morons at the Mayo Clinic. Now, it doesn't mean they're not intelligent in some ways and smart in others, just like we talked about Megan Kelly. Before her episode of dealing with um, 
you know, the autoimmune follow the damn booster. She looked at us, and I don't mean specifically at us, but anybody who raised questions about vaccines is, you know, oh, you just are anti-science. She was in that crowd. And it goes back to what Dr. Merritt said about being in that matrix, being captured by the medical matrix, believing all of the lies and deceptions because you have the freedom to do so and it becomes real for you. And so if anybody comes to challenge that worldview, you, you just dismiss them and scoff at them because, hey, Megyn Kelly is a highfalutin reporter and she's a smart gal. Is that sexist to say she's a gal? I'll deal with it. But the reality is it doesn't take away from her smarts. It just takes away from her critical thinking skills. She is operating under programming. And quite honestly, most of us do until we are broken free of certain programs and belief systems. Super D, as much as people throw tomatoes at you, they shouldn't. But you have made massive changes in your worldview since we connected. Not little ones. The essence of who you are hasn't changed. But certainly you've encompassed beliefs that you would have never considered maybe believing in in this life. To the level that I do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, there's a lot that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. You know? But to your credit, you didn't dismiss it out of hand. You might have been, again, skeptical of things. But you're like, all right, let's yeah. see where this goes. See what yeah. works, see what doesn't. I mean, if somebody told you before you got on Cardio Miracle, Super Don, here's Cardio Miracle. I'm going to give this to you and you're never going to have migraines or you're going to have them once a year instead of once a month. You'd right. be like, I'd be okay. great. I, I, I don't necessarily <laughs> believe you. But yeah, but I would have tried it like yeah. I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with trying stuff. but Yeah, and you benefited tremendously. And you are benefiting. And that's we all been good are. and bad in my life. but Yeah. So but trying stuff has been bad too? <laughs> yes. What yes. stuff did you try that was bad? Oh, Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> that was a quick transition. Yeah. We have oh, a question of the day. Do we? Let's do it. We do. Okay. Here it's it is. from Dan, Dan and Cindy. Cindy. Dan and Cindy. Hey, RSB and Super D. We love your show and all the great content and wanted to reach out for some tips. I have been having pain in my big toe and a ball and the ball of the foot area. I've had my chiropractor work on it and the pain is always there. The chiropractor and I decided to x-ray the foot. It shows arthritis around the big toe area, and it also showed that the big toe joint is bone-on-bone uh, bone with no cartilage showing in that joint. Is there anything that can help repair that joint or to rebuild the cartilage? Thanks for all, you, uh, all your healing information, Dan and Cindy. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely, there's some things that can help. And, of course, it sounds like a, a, that bioaccumulation, and we're going to talk about this because the Biomed Expo is a topic we're going to hit in just a moment, uh, but the bioaccumulation of metabolic wastes like uric acid, when the liver is unable to handle the amount of protein coming in or uh, the binding of, the, uh, of the, uh, the uric acid or the transforming of it to the urate, the salt of the acid to the urine and on out of the body is somehow deficient. And of course, this is what we call liver congestion in natural medicine and homeopathic medicine. They don't acknowledge it until it becomes hepatitis, A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, you know, or, or, uh, Hepat, you know, well, all kinds of things. How about cirrhosis? Yeah, they'll diagnose cirrhosis, but they won't say liver congestion as a cornerstone as to why you have the inflammation of the joints of the big toe, which is considered gout, but it, it gout can occur elsewhere in the body, can come in the, in the elbow and the knee. There are different things, but all of these things are uh, uh, related. So what do we do in terms of binding that uric acid? It means helping the liver to do its job better. It means more selenium. 
It means homeopathic detox drainage remedies, like the basics that I talk about all of the time, like Bryonia alba, Nux vomica, Chelidonium. It's, it's about dandelion, Taraxicum. It's about detoxifying. It's about hydrating. It's about supporting your excretory pathways and then eating the amount of protein that you need for your normal metabolic functions and no more. And uh, how, the, how much that is for you, you'll have to determine that. But you could go on a low-protein diet initially and just let the body catch up with the waste products that have been accumulating in your tissues. Now, due to the chronic ongoing inflammation of the joints and the, the tendons, the bursa, the muscle, the cartilage, all of that, we look at trace elements, the minerals that are missing, primary among them are silicon or silica and copper. Both of those are critical for regeneration of tissue and tissue integrity itself. We've overemphasized the need for calcium while we, we're calcifying ourselves to death with all the calcium people are taking. The wrong form to excess, and then we're uh, having some uh, other problems in relation to other minerals. But silica and copper would be critical here. Homeopathically, Rustox, Ruda, those are also two, and we're, we're doing the homeopathic kit of the day, and it's not going to be these, but I'm just planting some seeds for you to consider as well. And um, colchicum, another one, colchicum is excellent. And you can even do uric acid as a homeopathic, uricum acetum, uric acid. So there are a number of things that you can do. Tart cherry juice is often considered a binder for uric acid as well, organic quality, of course, but hydrating. If you haven't considered getting an echo water unit, in your home, and your chiropractor should as well, start drinking water that is has dissolved the, the H2 in it, molecular H2. That will also act as a profound antioxidant, self-signaling modulator, and inflammation reducer. And copper, again, plays a role there. So get on the sovereign copper as well. So uh, Dan and Cindy, hopefully that's helpful to you as you integrate some of the things I've shared with you. One of the things I'll just say, go to choosetobehealthy.com, get the Alta Silica, and the Sovereign Copper, use the code RSB5 to get a discount when you check out. Choose to be healthy.com. And you can also add in selenium, a whole 100% whole food selenium and other things that will help connective tissue integrity and the missing link as well. So um, let's see, glutathione. Yeah, Lori, remember glutathione is important, but in, in the absence of of selenium, it can't convert into the glutathione peroxidase form. So even if you do NAC or things like that for glutathione production, remember it's selenium is the key mineral that's missing in all of these equations. So getting you past that is very viable and possible. And how to take the alta silica, I would have you do three tablets four times a day for the first three weeks or so. And then you can start going three tablets three times a day and modulating down to a more of a maintenance dose. But rebuild, repair, take that sovereign copper, a tablespoon, one, two, or even three times a day. All right. Did we get through the first hour, even though we're 20 minutes into the second hour, Super Don? I think so. I think it's time to bring on our guest uh, from Las Vegas, where we're going to be next week. We've been talking about it for months. This is the Biomed Expo, and there's a simultaneous conference that you might, if you're not into the Biomed stuff, you might be into aliens. Hey, I don't judge. I think it's all kind of awesome and interesting. So you want to join us at the Biomed Expo the 14th through the 17th of September, and that's in Las Vegas at the Alexis Park Resort. And there's the alien event simultaneous to that at the same resort. You guys can have fun either way or both. Uh, Saeed David Farman is the guy behind it, putting it together, and I'm happy to be participating, speaking uh, lecturing, moderating some panels, and uh, broadcasting and exhibiting. So, hey, Saeed David Farman, how are you? Hey, Robert, how are you? Good morning, afternoon. 
good to see you. You got your Biomed Expo hat on. You got the background out there. It's kind of funky. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Uh, we're looking forward to meet you and your crew and all the speakers. And we are so happy. And over 1,000 people, 50 speakers, 50 vendors, and lots of subjects. And uh, you name it, people are flying in from all over the country, few people from overseas. Uh, and uh, speakers and attendees also, and Canadians, uh, all, all these people, uh, they're, <clears throat> they're into research and all the uh, professionals and public, they're coming, the exhibits are free to visit. We invite your audience at least come to visit the exhibits for free, register online, biomedexpo.com, B-I-O-M-E-D-E-X-P-O.com and uh, come and see all the speakers also and uh, yourself. We have uh, Dr. Uh, Nathan Brian. Brian, uh, uh, he will talk about the advantages of nitric oxide uh, for health and uh, your sex organs. Dr. Uh, Paul Baratrio will bring the oxygenated uh, water system. Molecular hydrogen, yes. Exactly, and uh, H2O and Dr. Uh, Patrick uh, Porter, Porter, the brain, brain tap, tap CEO, yeah. uh, he That's will talk about awesome. the advantages of brain tap research. The brain tap uh, is doing a big, uh, uh, big showcase at our event with all the equipments they have. You can use uh, their beds for free to, to uh, enhance your brain with their technology for 15, 20 minutes or half an hour. And you got to try it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they offer in the free test, $150 for your brain test uh, for professionals uh, at no charge. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's a great uh, opportunity to see all these products. And we have a PEMF uh, Tesla's PEMF uh, frequency over 1000 frequencies to heal uh, your body. And, and it's, it's the, one of the only, uh, PEMF systems uh, that is FDA approved uh, and a speaker, uh, Michael Dignam, uh, will be a CEO of Tesla's PEMF, will bring that machine in. And it, it's very promising and NASA scientists mm -hmm. have, have uh, developed that machine uh, and it's FDA approved. Also, we got number of nutritional companies and uh, speakers and you name it from skincare to vitamins and we got free samples for everybody coming in and and uh hopefully robert would bring free stuff for you guys oh yeah yeah we'll be pouring <laughs> silver and copper shots all weekend well <laughs> cardio miracle and stuff you know who i'm looking forward to seeing uh my friend christine glein and soul yeah, intelligence christine, uh glein from what's their company nutritional called? frontiers nutrition frontier yeah and she does a presentation that is almost out of this world when you speak is about right? the alien side of things it's very uh you know energetic focused yeah, first uh, time I'm meeting her, it would be exciting to have her and, and her products, the company. I saw her company in other uh, places, and they have great products, and, uh, you know, it, it's great formulas, and it's promising. And, and Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I didn't realize, at least fully to the extent that you've just described it, folks that uh, want to come to Vegas and, you know, maybe they're budget conscious, whatever, they can't afford some things, 
Uh, but you're you're saying that if they register, they can also come to see the exhibits for free, so they don't have to actually pay unless they want to see obviously right. the lectures and things. That's right. And if somebody has a financial situation, please email me. We will work with you. If you're a low budget researcher, you want to be at this conference, or you have a situation, uh, our email is info at biomedexpo.com. B i o m e d e x p o dot com. We still have few spots for exhibitors. Uh, we have 20,000 square feet of exhibit hall halls and uh, four, four ballrooms of four speakers at the same time in different subjects. So, uh, and uh, we, we have over 50 speakers and 1,000 people and 50 vendors. My, my suggestion is everybody go and register now and either for paid ticket or exhibits only uh, free and and come in. We also have uh, alien event. Let me change my hat. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a background for the alien event too? And your green uh, screen? Don't don't go there. That would be difficult to change right now. Okay. Program. So so yeah. tell me about this because there's a whole circuit for this stuff. I mean, there have been contact events for years. Yeah. I don't Vegas. think I've been to any of those. Vegas is so excited about alien event. People are calling us. And radio shows and stuff, TV stations. There, there and, was uh, apparently a, a sighting, a strange sighting in Las Vegas in the past month or two. I, I it made mainstream exactly news everywhere. The, the nine feet tall uh, alien uh, appears in the backyard and somebody's house, and there's a police report. That uh, is everything documented. We got the video on YouTube, and we will probably show it at the event. And uh, the alien is touching the ground and. It's is an, analyzing our soil, or it's it's very interesting that when a lot of aliens land here, they're baffled by our environment, the water, the mountains, and I've seen different pictures that they even love the rocks in the planet. Or uh, we know that. Uh, so they're, what you're saying is there there are a bunch of space tourists coming to see us exactly they're visitors and they uh, and and next hundred years we will do the same we we remote view the future it's all about traveling and exciting planets and doing that's uh, wild. magnificent uh, that, tours there would be tours all over the country and i ask you about the, those that are coming for the biomed expo or those who are coming for the the alien event um is there a, a interaction between the two events at all i mean can people check it out well, if you have an alien event ticket, you have all access to all conferences and all the speakers. Okay. And it's pricey, $777. Oh, my. Yeah. For four days because the alien event costs us good money. It's a big deal. And, yeah. And, and, and the Biomed Expo, it's only $299 for the conference and four days and, and everything. The dinners are $80, 7 to 11 every night. And we dinner and dance and drinks. We party with you guys. And, and I, I saw uh, last week um, we we heard about a uh, uh, code word cosmic to get a discount as well. Is that still viable or is that well, expired? If if somebody uh, your friends or somebody has a financial issue, cosmic uh, uh, discount code would knock it off sixty five percent. Okay, uh, we will lose money, but we still want to have you guys if you want to use that discount code. Anybody want to use it is welcome. Okay. So uh, is there any other, um, let's say, uh, corresponding events regarding either of these? Because I think personally, I mean, my bias is natural medicine and healing and all. I think 
it's so much more valuable to me than the alien stuff. But again, people are big time into this alien stuff and I've never done that. So that could be interesting. Yeah. And, 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 um, I, now let me put my cowboy hat. Okay. I, I, I just want to show the audience. I don't know if you can see this or not. We had a Hopi speaker in Sedona. Is it visible? It's very hard to see it because of that green screen background. Yeah, that you got it keeps going. Going back. But what, what, what is it? It is, is a map of uh, Hopi. Hopi, they, they have engravement in the Arizona mountains that a, a group of uh, humans will split and go upwards and they develop differently. So we are, we are that group of uh, humans that we are bringing new science and, and new future for humanity in all fronts, uh, even in politics and, and governments and how to run the world with the different factors, even with AI. Mm -hmm. So we will have, we will work with the positive side of the AI and AI is not that negative that they're putting uh, all that fear in people. Well, Super Don has, has said and used it uh, for, for good, good things too. And I'm having exactly. to uh, yeah. modulate my view on it. Although I, I, I think we all do share some concerns there, but Apparently, uh, you know, everything dynamic. is positive, negative. Your phones, yeah. you know, sure can be very positive and it can kill you if they yeah. frequency one ones that people go death or they have um, brain bleeding. So anything can be in a different mode and useful or not yeah. useful. So so the about the event, uh, Robert will do uh, two two uh, panels and on I believe is uh it's Friday and uh, Saturday and Sunday, or three panel. I, I forgot. It's on agenda of the program. Uh, Robert, how many panels are you doing? I see either two or three. I'm not sure. You got me working hard. Yeah. I'll be Every night she's on a panel. I'll be broadcasting. I'll be interviewing. I'll have a, a booth. So I'll interact with uh, folks that, that come on down to get well. And yeah. uh, grateful for the opportunity to be be with you. And Definitely. I, I, I think you're a little bit bonkers for putting these things on just because you know and I know what goes on behind the scenes to try and put exactly. on an event. But I yeah. would encourage folks to support it, to be there with us. Las Vegas, September 14th through the 17th. We got the Biomed Expo. And, and Dr. Judy Mikovits is speaking on Sunday. Also, Dr. Robert Young and also on anti-vaxxers and on all the front uh, news about the, the vaccinations and and you know we, what, what else we got? We got a lot of uh, uh, new topics that it would be out of this world in all fronts. And mm. you know, you you guys should come in if you cannot come in a stream live yeah. on our website biomedexpo.com. Fifty nine dollars streaming the whole show. You can watch it anywhere in the world. All right. Well, say David Farman. So nice to connect with you again, and we look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. Hopefully, it won't be as hot as it's been this summer. By the time we get there next week, we'll see. But regardless, we're going to be there. Biomed Expo is going to be at. Yeah, we the, love you. Come on in, and we enjoy the show. Thank Alexis you. Park Resort, Las Vegas, and online we have it linked up in the upcoming events. And take advantage of all the opportunities. And even if you just want to stop by and say hello at the exhibitor booth, you still please need to register. But you can do that. Uh, no obstacle for you to be there. So thank you. And uh, again, we'll we'll see you next week. It's we're up on it so quickly. Yeah. God bless and thank you so much. Huh? All right. Take care. All right. Uh, Saeed David Farman, he does a lot of work behind the scenes to put the show on. And uh, man, it is not easy. I don't envy him at all for that. I mean, it's a wonderful thing to do. But, you know, folks, you just sit, sit back and relax and then you decide to go and you show up. And you're like, wow, how did this happen? It's all of that behind the scenes you never see. So hopefully we'll see a lot of you 
in Las Vegas, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th of September uh, for the Biomed Expo and the uh, concurrent alien event. All right, Super D, so um, carrying on with the show now and and uh, really cool that, I mean, we've been talking about these events for months and then they're on us before we know it. You blink and yeah. they're actually here. You know, the, the, let me just, just put in my, since you've been like teasing me about the alien event for yes. mon- months now. Uh for me, as far as the alien thing goes, and I th- I've said this before, yeah, I I don't fully grasp how it is that we have got stuff being put out there as far as evidence goes, yeah, on a level that we have never seen before, mm-hmm. ever in my lifetime, yeah, and people don't seem phased by it. You know, I mean, you, yeah. you, you think about it. Or, what was it? Orson Welles back in the whenever right. it was War when he got on yeah, War of the, the Worlds day, and people, people were, out. People were freaking like, out. Yeah. So like now it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that Las Vegas thing that you guys that you, you were referencing. Mm-hmm. Police officer body cam mm-hmm. catches this thing falling out, this glowing green thing falling out of the sky. And then people in the neighborhood freaking out about seeing aliens and stuff and like that. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. And yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, that was a neat TikTok that I watched for 30 seconds. Uh, you know, uh, when's when's Yellowstone back on TV? Is The Walking Dead on? You know, yeah. Are you hungry? Let's go to Sonic. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just All right. Hey, wow. Guys, aliens, you, you got military pilots with video of things that are are moving around in the sky and stuff and and completely define uh physics in the way that they're moving and the things that they're doing yeah and it's like oh that's cool yeah so uh did you find did you hear who chloe kardashian married right you i know, know. how, how it's distracted like, are we as really i mean that's where we're at now in society that they, they could show you proof that aliens exist and nobody's oh, okay whatever <laughs> i don't know yeah, no, I'm with you. It's kind of wild, kind of wild. So, hey, check it out. I'm sure there'll be the latest and greatest in, in reveals at this event as well, uh, concurrent to the Biomed Expo. So if you needed more incentive to join us there, uh, we got it. We got you covered. All right, let's see. What else we got? Um, do we have some – there's some great stuff, again, from ipac-edu.org. I don't know if you've seen some of these emails, Superdon. I mean, the, 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 the coursework that's being offered – they started the the one I think with Dr. Verkirk, also the one on uh, uh, was it Rebellion through Literature? Remember we had uh, was what was the guy's name on that was was on with us that day with uh, with Dr. Jack Brad, Brad Miller, Brad I Miller, think right? Yeah. Was on. I mean, there's some cool stuff happening at IPAC. I'm just trying to keep up with it all because I'm getting emails almost every day, and they're great. Just I want to join in on everything. Just trying to scroll down as I'm here. Let's see. Uh, special directors webinar. Okay, special directors webinar. Advancing health generation perspectives via education. There's a, a, a one p. That's today. That might have already happened. Good lord, I can't keep up. Dr. Rob Verkirk and Melanie Aldridge with ANH. Uh, we're doing a simulcast apparently with IPAC as well, which is so cool. Uh, let's see, diet and autoimmunity: a comprehensive overview for patients and clinicians. Uh, that's a great article as well uh, that's available through ipac-edu.org. And, of course, the Substack Popular Rationalism by Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, our good buddy. Uh, let me just see what else is going on here. Uh, don't be fooled. Oh, this is the one we were talking about, I think. Oh, it's another course. Don't be fooled. A course to navigate the maze of mass perception manipulation. 
Dr. Mark McDonald is offering his course once again through IPAC. Uh, he says this, in an age in which, mis in which information is abundant, but trust is scarce, how can we discern fact from fiction? Since 2020, the manipulation of mass perception has become increasingly evident, particularly in the United States. Yet most people find themselves ill-equipped to interpret or counteract this phenomenon. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by the flood of conflicting narratives and alternative facts, you're not alone. But there's good news. Understanding is the first step to empowerment. So Dr. Mark McDonald is going to be doing this through IPAC. Uh, and uh, again, these are the kind of things you can do to better yourself and help others. So check out IPAC-EDU.org. And uh, yeah, get back into some real, real education. One that's not manipulation. Uh, so anyway, cool stuff happening uh, with Dr. Jack. So anytime we, he's ready to come on, he's always welcome here. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, just a reminder for those that are trying to uh, lose weight healthily, right? Uh, we talked about that thermogenesis new product kind of thing uh, from Nutritional Frontiers. We had uh, Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein, who will be with me at the Biomed Expo in Las Vegas and uh, talking about their new products for, you know, metabolic shifting, if you will. Safe, done right, responsibly. Uh, so you can go back and listen to that show recently. Go to um, nutritionalfrontiers.com. RSB15 is the discount code. Also, free shipping on all of their CBD right now. CBDNF.com. Again, RSB15 is the discount code. You can still apply it and get free shipping. So if you've been thinking about certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD products, and especially that transdermal delivery system that they have, which is patented. It's amazing. Uh, check it out at cbdnf.com. Use the code RSB15 to get 15% off. All right, Super D, where are we at in the show here? Have I done? Am I done speaking, or is there more that I have to share and talk about? Well, you were talking about losing weight. Yeah. And, you know, we see this pop up every once in a while. Uh, it's a, a uh, something that doesn't, seems to never go away. Mm -hmm. And this is about the obesity epidemic. Killing heart disease deaths related to weight have tripled since 1999. You know, Super Don, let me ask you this. Have we had modern medicine since 1999? Has it been accessed? We had the best of modern medicine in the world here in America? Well, yeah, whatever that, whatever that means. Well, it means that they suck at their job. <laughs> if under their... Is it the best? That's a, you know, that's a good question. Is it the best? Yeah. Is it the best in the world? Mm -hmm. They want you to think that it is, right? And it's you know, I mean, not the, and PR. listen. It's been there at times for me. It's been there at times for you. Uh, and it's been there at times for a lot of people. But I feel like we're we're moving into that conversation from yesterday. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what are we comparing it to, right? Yeah. If we're comparing one allopathic system to another, where do we rank on on mortality mm -hmm. in this country compared to other countries? If yeah, I remember it's correctly, it's not good. Not great. And and that's the point of how long must you subsist in a medical monopoly situation before you realize that's the problem, not the solution. More medicine, more cancer moonshots, more vaccines, more, you know, this is the disaster that, uh, you know, people like Megyn Kelly, as smart as she is, as I said, I acknowledge her intelligence. She's loath to acknowledge until it happens to her. And even then. She can't see through the medical matrix fully. She's still engaging in worshipful of, of much of it and doesn't see the nefariousness of it or doesn't want to. Okay, that's her prerogative. But to look at her as a pundit that has just come on the scene and going, yep, I regret it. Like, well, you were 
Welcome Let's to the party. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the party. Yeah. You were not engaged critically as you should have been because you gave them a pass. Yeah. Now, and listen, what? she says that she's been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, according to her, the best rheumatologist in New York mm-hmm. is the one that told her this. Um, I would like to, to find out who that rheumatologist is. Let's get that rheumatologist on the show because like it's not very often. Yeah. Not very often that you have docs especially the best one in the state, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, making a state. Yes, it was, it was the vaccine. You're not the only person that's come to me with this. Yeah. That, that's that important information. Yeah. Um, Would have been nice to have it before you get the shot, Megan, but you trusted the docs that yeah. said it was safe and effective and you believed them. What does that say about your intelligence? Now, as I acknowledge, see, I credit her for being smart. And then you but, slammed her. And I slammed her for being dumb. Like, oh, man, <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to acknowledge that if you listen to these pundits and respect them, you know, respect them within their field where they have some level of expertise that you've established. It's like they are pretty astute in this area, but don't try to give them more credit than they deserve when it comes to, again, medical things. Um, Even the medical doctors get it wrong more often than they get it right. And we've seen that time and again. That's why it's the third leading cause of death in America. That's not just me saying it. That's coming out of the peer-reviewed medical literature. So uh, we've got to do better. We must do better. And we'll continue to attempt to do so here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Now, when it comes to uh, higher learning, Mm -hmm. right, we promote things like uh, Trinity School of Natural Health, Mm IPAC.edu. But in in, in the the world that we grew up in, what was the college that everybody said was like the one that you definitely went? If you got to this college, if you got accepted by this college, right. yeah. you were on your way to success. It was guaranteed. It was yeah. the elite, the top rung of the ladder, the top of the totem pole. Right. Which, which, which college was that? Harvard. Harvard, right? Yeah. Like John Kerry. Didn't John Kerry go to Harvard? Uh, probably skull, yeah. skin, skull and bones at Yale. Who knows? Here's but, the problem uh, with Harvard. Unfortunately, apparently to a, a recent survey, it was rated the worst college on the planet, basically for freedom of speech. Out of 248 colleges yeah. in a survey, more than 55,000 students across the U S uh, Harvard got an abysmal rating <laughs> ever abysmal. Can you get a refund for that? Wow. That's pretty embarrassing. Now, I, I guess it's not a shock, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, if you spent any time looking at what happens, I love these interviews that uh, there's a, an organization called Campus Reform that will go out and do these surveys, these like man on the street uh, interviews with students as they're walking by, you know, these yeah. colleges and stuff and ask them these questions. And God, they're dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, know. whoa, yeah. how, how, how does this happen? You know, you're in college, right? That's the place where you're supposed to go to get smart. Right. And, oh man, you know, it, it really exposes how they live in a bubble. Yeah. There's it's this, embarrassing. This, it's you, crazy. You go to a college like Harvard or Yale or Stanford, you find out how not free you are to think critically. The moment you speak up and speak out about an opinion you have or perspective you have or a scientific article you read that counteracts the, the, the prevailing narrative, you will be shouted down or drummed out of the, you know, of the school. And that tells me all I need to know about why I would never want to send my kids or one day grandkids to a school like that, any school right. like that. 
And I would ask that you begin to reassess and reevaluate what you thought about these higher institutions of indoctrination. Are they actually worthy of, you know, $100,000 a year or whatever they charge or what loans you get to end up in debt and, and completely living in a sheltered bubble that you, you can't survive in if the dollar collapses or when it does? And, you know, you're not prepared actually to do anything of, of genuine value when it comes to survivability at a time when the history of the planet is marked and racked with uh, all kinds of things, including, you know, un, un disasters beyond uh, the ability of man to consider. And it's like, well, you're a high level Harvard graduate and you don't know how to, I don't know, grow anything in your garden. $79,450 a year. Wow. 80 to go to Harvard. Mm. According to what I'm looking at here. For what? Made available by what? Government largesse. They're basically the loan programs and other things that they do. And, you know, the thing is, is you could be somebody that, you know, goes into Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with, with, you know, all the right ideas and, and, the, and critical thinking and stuff like that. But you're going to find yourself most likely having to self-censor yourself. Yeah. You know, when you you're there engaged in, in any intellectual discussions yeah. that uh, are remotely controversial, according to the Marxist woke leftists that uh, predominate those campuses. I mean, if you're spending 70, some odd $80,000 a year to go to Harvard, mm-hmm. last thing you do is you want to do is screw that up. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? You keep listening to the Robert Scott Bell show. You do a little bit better, I think, for a lot less money. And all of the institutions that we promote including if you can call them institutions like IPAC, like Trinity, I mean, they're going to give you an education that is extraordinarily affordable and immediately integratable into your life for not only survival, but to thrive in so many ways. And other things that you learn about on this show, like, you know, what the Biomed Expo, I do believe my friend Bob Reorn is going to be there from Folium PX. And when we talk about inflammatory, uh, you know, responses to the immune system, even autoimmunity, we've got to counteract it with, you know, powerful antioxidants from the botanical world, from the plant kingdom as well. And that's where this Folium PX product shines. It's a Chernobyl-level antioxidant. It can bind uh, heavy metals. It can bind, uh, help the body bind the uh, radioactive elements as well and begin to pull those things out of your system and all of the benefits that are derived from doing that. Very simply. I mean, you know, take one capsule three times a day to start. You can go up, if you want to go faster, you can. You start with the Folium PX, the original product, and the Folium Immuno and the Folium Relax. Over the course of three months, you can be a different person. And I've seen personally within two weeks or less, people report like my mom, energy, sleep improvements, getting back out on the dance floor. You know, for, uh, was it Dan and Cindy that were asking about the, the gout-like thing? Uh, you, do, you do well to get on the folium as well as a powerful antioxidant in that circumstance and how it would benefit you. So, um, you know, these are the things you get to do and you don't have an $80,000 a bill, bill uh, debt uh, to learn the things that will actually help you as opposed right. to indoctrinate. And help others. Yeah, yeah, and help others as well. Exactly. All right, so we have reached that point of time in the show. We have five minutes left before we have to go to break. How convenient is that? Time for a homeopathic hit? I think so. What's on the homeopathic hit list? Yes, all the homeopathic hits are happening here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Today, it's the hottest one yet, phosphorus, one of my favorite homeopathic remedies. Now, eventually, we'll hit some of them that are not my favorite, and I'll say that, but I'm going to tell you, phosphorus is one of those go-to remedies you do not want to be without. 
It's called, it's called the light bearer of homeopathy. It's an amazing, amazing remedy. And what it can do for you is extraordinary. And uh, we were talking about infection and things uh, earlier with Dr. Uh, Dr. Lee Merritt. Let me see if I can open this. I thought I had it open in, in my own uh, uh, computer so I can see it better, Super Don. I, I got it here. So I, I have it here. Um, but the phosphorus is is that bright light if you if you lit it on fire boy it's bright you know the light bearer uh and think about what fever is i want the key characteristics i want you to think about this now physically they talk about use for respiratory issues coughs and colds but i'll say this especially when fever is present and bleeding I've talked about phosphorus for nosebleeds as well. If you look at the mental perspectives, and, and, and then again, this is a quick hit. These homeopathic hits are not all comprehensive. You go to Materia Medica, it's much more than I can ever share with you. But the attempt here is made to intrigue you, to you know, pique your interest. So you're going to go, oh, I want to learn more about phosphorus today. The mental side of it, open, sociable, crave interactions can be also prone to anxiety and fears. Now, Primary focal point, it's not the only one, but respiratory issues, coughs, bronchitis, pneumonia, interestingly enough. I was talking with Dr. Lee Merritt off the air about pneumonia, how we can utilize silver for that. But I would always use phosphorus and other remedies because it addresses infection, especially when fever is present. Bleeding disorders, nosebleeds, women, if you have heavy periods, big bleeding disorders, homeopathic phosphorus can help you there. Uh, nervous system disorders, fatigue, nerve orders. And then I add this as most important for me, fever and infection, critical phosphorus in cases of fever to stimulate the immune response to boost a fever that needs boosting or bring a dangerously high fever down to a safer level. This is one thing that they don't understand about homeopathy. It's like they're used to drugs. It stops something. It forces something. Homeopathy, phosphorus works with your body to do what it needs to do. It'll elevate a fever that needs elevation. It's too low. It's like a a low grade, you're not getting there, and it'll help you boost it and overcome it because that's a good thing. It'll take one of those super high ones and bring them down to a safe level so you can complete it. And in some cases, it'll rapidly eliminate the fever because now your immune powers are back. You don't even need the fever anymore. Low attenuations or potencies between 6X and 30C. If you want to go into the 200C to 1Ms, I would say consult with a homeopathic professional at that point. A few complementary remedies as we wrap this up. Our Seneca Malbum, often used uh, for phosphorus for respiratory conditions as well. Calcarea carbonica complements phosphorus in case of fatigue or weakness. Belladonna for children with fever, modulating fevers particularly for children. And hypersulfur calcarium or hypersol, as I always indicate, another infection manifestation in the body, but more focused on pus-like manifestations or boils or carbuncles if you want to look that up. So seek help if you have a severe condition or a chronic issue. And uh, it's just one of those things that you, if you look into phosphorus, you'll say, how did I not ever have phosphorus in my med medicine cabinet? Homeopathic phosphorus. Remember, this is information only, not designed to replace your doctor or healthcare professional of, of choice. Uh, but if you want to be your own healthcare professional, then go to Trinity School of Natural Health and become a, a traditional naturopath do those wonderful things. And as we wrap up today's show, we do have a bonus round here live from the Healing for the Ages event in Dallas, Texas, where I remind you, it's the God's honest truth, that the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round. Hello. Ta -da. Hello, ta-da, we're back. 
So did I do that in five minutes or less? The homeopathic. You did. You did it in like four minutes. Oh shoot! I wasn't watching the clock. I could have done more. Uh, you had about a uh, little, yeah, around a minute left. But that's you guys okay. digging the homeopathic hits? You liking that? I think it's a it, it, super down. It's growing on me. Like I've yeah. been reluctant. I've been re- the reluctant homeopathic, uh, uh, whatever. But uh, maybe that's the that was the secret. Not to linger on it. Just just hit it. Yeah. Hit it and get on. Move on. So phosphorus, a great remedy, and I uh, appreciate y'all. Yes, indeed, Super Don has put it up there as a download. Uh, apparently, you can – do you put it as a PDF or a Word document? Both. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? Because well, I think you should put it up Not as a everybody PDF. can read something that's in a Word document unless you have Microsoft Word. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you should put it only in a PDF. Well, some people like Word document. You want them to edit the document and then say we did it wrong? Is that what you think people will do? In other words, Robert Scott Bell doesn't trust you. He thinks that you have nefarious reasons for listening to this show, (laughs) that you're going to try and sabotage him. And and what would they they put in there? I don't want to Uh, they put in there this. uh, Today, I'd like to talk to you about something that is used to cure and treat diseases. It's called uh, homeopathy. So that's what it is. You know, people can edit PDFs, too. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. They could yeah. do that too. Oh, yeah, never they... mind then. Forget what I just said. <laughs> anyway, sure. Pick on the host. Okay. Jeez, how do you um, like that? There was a, a Wagovi Ozempic uh, weight loss drug kind of thing that they're wanting to treat addiction and and dementia with this stuff now. It just never ends. Oh Any, yeah, Wagovi and Ozempic. Like yeah, and I've seen these studies um, over the last couple of months. Yeah, where they're saying that it might help people with addiction. Uh, and dementia. So it's, you know, unreal. It's hard for me to look at something like that just because over the last 18 years, I've become very cynical about things mm-hmm. more so than I may have in the past just because of what I've learned. Yeah. And so I look at this and we focused, we've pointed out all of the downsides to taking this stuff. Are there upsides? It's, it's superficial and it's temporary. Yeah. And ultimately, it's, you know, what you're trying to do is you're trying to cheat mm-hmm. the, the process. You know, it's losing weight with a pill. And it's going to have, it's going to have repercussions. It's just going to. Okay. And we've, we've highlighted those things. But in this case, I believe, and I'm not, you know, I just, because my cynicism, mm-hmm. I believe that what you've got is you've got Novo Nordisk, which, which is the company that creates both of these. Mm-hmm. they're looking at this going, uh, man, there's some bad things coming out about this drug. Yeah, what we could better, we do? Yeah. What could we do to make it, you know, so that this drug does not get taken off the market? Mm-hmm. Well, heck, if you show that it works for getting people uh, off of drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol and it yeah. treats dementia. Yeah. Okay. You now shot, you're, right? Yeah. You're kind of shoring up the, you know, the weak spots of, of your point. drug and where people are crapping themselves in bed and their hair's falling out and they've got, they look like mummies, you know, and Nasty. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Unreal. But that's what they're doing. They're pursuing, they're really, I have seen studies. There's more than just uh, uh, addiction and dementia. They're trying this this drug on all kinds of stuff, trying to see what sticks. But you're right. Yeah. They, they need to manage a permanent use, right? The, the key for profitability in the drug market is not, 
acute use for a two or three days. It's about getting you. Oh, yeah. It's a, here, take take yeah. two doses and you'll lose 40 pounds. Right. No, it, you're going to you're going to spend a thousand bucks a month for life. Yeah. To keep that weight off. Yeah. All right. How are the comments, questions, anything coming through Rumble or any of these other channels? I got uh, nothing on Rumble. People okay. on Rumble, for the most part, just like to watch. They just like to watch. OK. They're all voyeurs. Do you remember um, the? Well, I brought this movie up. Being there with Peter Sellers, Shirley MacLaine. One of the, one of the uh, quotes from him is, "I like to watch." Yes. Right? He would say that, but it wasn't a, a pervy kind of thing. It was like he, his whole life was TV, mm. and he was just he he was a functional like say IQ of a you know an idiot if you will. But yet he was uh, in this movie was like the most intelligent man in the world. He was a gardener, and uh, his his he spoke in garden terms and everybody thought he was philosophizing and he became an advisor to the president and everything <laughs> there was a you know a point where i think it was a scene with shirley mclean and he says i like to watch and then shirley mclean goes into this thing like this dance like uh, you know whatever and and he has no earthly he was like a child he didn't understand any of that uh, <laughs> but but as i said I, I recommend that movie if you haven't seen being there uh, what that's Check about that it's, it's all too real unfortunately as far there's as nothing you know there's, there's nothing wrong with with watching or listening yeah i used to get comments all the time i've never been like the outgoing you know hi you know d- jumping into stuff like that and i would get comments every once in a while somebody would be like yeah, you're quiet yeah i'd be like yeah i'm just listening you know and they're like oh well you you, you sound kind of dangerous but you know what it's like yeah. y- you learn a lot I'm with you, Super D. Even though I'm flamboyant and outspoken on yes. you know all the fringes I wear on the show, like Liberace, uh, <laughs> I am in in person. I tend to be more quiet and observational, if you will. Yeah. I like to observe and listen. Now, if people engage me in conversation about things that I have a passion about, yeah, I can let loose anytime. I've seen you animated before. Yeah. It does happen. It can but- happen. But a lot of times, I'm just. You know, the fly on the wall, just kind of sitting back, watching, observing. And I'm okay with that. I don't need to be the center of attention. Uh, but if, you know, if there's something that's, pa- you know, I'm passionate about, I'm happy to let loose on that passion. So, um, we having a good time yet? It's a good show? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, I, I've got some options for interviews for Sunday's conversations. The one I'm, I'm really intrigued to do, if we can make it happen. You remember Kevin Jenkins? Mm-hmm. Dude has lived quite a life. Is he there? Some stuff. Yeah, Kevin Jenkins is here. Okay. And uh, I, I, I dropped a hint for him to do that with me, and he said he's up, up for it. But okay. it would be it would be tomorrow. I'm getting people are sticking their tongue out at me now. This is what? Getting, I'm getting all the rude people. Actually, there's some very that, that person happened to be an ophthalmologist, eye doctor, some kind. Okay. And she's from Houston. We'll get her on the show. She's hilarious. I thought you were going to say uh, a tongue doctor. Is there such a thing? A tongue doctor? I don't know. What's the name of a tongue doctor? The spin doctor. That would be its tongue doctor, right? Spinning some tails. With... That would be an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that would be kind of a cool conversation to have with him. Because he's seen a lot in his lifetime. I would enjoy that. Amen. Yeah. No, I think um, that sounds good. So there are other options as well. But, you know, I'm going to pack it up for the for the day here, maybe, in, unless somebody else wants to interview. And then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to make my plans for dinner, right? Kinda, I got at Anna's here, who, who's doing some great stuff with us now. Uh, we connected through Kevin, and uh, she does some work with our friend Taryn Gregson uh, on uh, all the wonderful things. We the Patriots USA, all of that. 
And uh, she lives in Dallas, so she might know of some options for me. I can run out and grab some stuff for later because I think they they uh, did all their organic food for lunch, as I said. And and, and gr- I'm grateful for everybody, and Steve included, to say, just go ahead and eat it. You have it available. Go eat it. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm doing well, and it's a good-for-me thing to do uh, the fasting once a week. So uh, uh, there may be a time that I go, oh, it's not working today. And, and I've done that. And, and just so you know, yes, uh, uh, for those who think I'm very dogmatic about it, there are times where I'll cut the, sh- the fast short or – most of the time I will attempt to do it. It's just kind of, that's my weekly thing, right? But there are times where I'll cut it short because of circumstances. So it, just so you know, I'm not so dogmatic that I wouldn't or couldn't. And I have. But today I wasn't feeling it based on where I've been the last few days. I feel like it's an important thing to get through it. So just give you a heads up on that. All right. All right. So uh, let's see what else we got here. Any other thank yous did we do? I think we covered everything we needed to in the show. Good roundup lineup. We had Dr. Lee Merritt was a surprise guest. Brian Artis poked his head in for like 30 seconds. Uh, was there anybody else? We got uh, Saeed David Farman. Uh, for those of you coming to, and I hope you are, to the Las Vegas Biomed Expo. And again, what time? What time is dinner time for you? What, what time is dinner? Yeah. It used to be like later in the day, 6.30. Okay. Yeah. I've got an idea for you here. <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice. Yeah, well, you've been through it the last few days. Uh, I made it through idea? most of the show. There is a place in Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, 6009 Berkshire Lane in Dallas. Okay. It is a, a cafe uh-huh. called the South Paws Grill. South? What? Southpawsgrill.com is oh, the website. Like a P-A-W Paw? It is a boxing-themed cafe. Boxing? Like Yes, that uh, has sandwiches and salads and smoothies and stuff made with organic ingredients. Do you know about this? Anna knows about it. Is it far from us? No, it might be too far, Super Don. That's like Dallas proper. Yeah, we're out in Plano, right? Yeah. So we'd have to find something closer to Plano, but I oh, like the idea. Man. Well, maybe It was Sunday. even boxing-themed. Are they open Sunday? That would be fun. I'd do that on the way to the airport or something. I'd have to look. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that might be something. Let's see. Sunday, you said? Well, I'm just thinking of... Sunday, they're open day. 9 to 4. Okay. So it is possible. Yeah. Okay. So what else then? Uh, it might be in the Plano, Texas area. Do I need in to ask... Plano, you Texas? Do, I thought, on, okay. You do a good job of finding stuff from your uh, computer there. I'm impressed. I don't know if you're using artificial intelligence to find it, but you're doing a great job. I'm using my intelligence on these here. Uh, all natural organic teas vegan yeah that's really close yeah well you got Anna there I mean she should be able to point you in the right direction yeah can you say hi Anna hello no she didn't here here she is I was trying to avoid the camera but hello hi we'll find him something to eat we won't let him starve yeah all right So okay. we'll, we'll figure out if something comes right. up, let me know. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll make some plans, make some plans. So All right. I'm going to uh, pack it up for now. For those of you who enjoyed the show, say please say thank you by sharing the show. Consider becoming a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Our next uh, Zoom AMA is going to be, I think, is it Monday the 26th or the 28th? 20. 20 what? I thought it was the 20th. Oh, I don't know. 
Help me out here. Come on, man. Calendar. Come on. Like you don't know these things right off the bat. I thought it was like the 25th, wasn't it? Hold on. Uh, it was a, it's a week from the 18th, which would be the 25th. It is the 25th. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing, uh, our next zoom AMA, uh, will be, uh, time zone, what? 7 PM Eastern, 4 PM Pacific on Monday. Yes. Okay. So that's our next zoom AMA. So you guys have time to become part of the Patreon. Here's a question. Sandy. Yeah. It's not a silly question at all. Sandy. Sandy wants to know, how do you become a Patreon supporter? Hmm. Thanks. I appreciate you asking that because I don't even know. <laughs> All you got to do is go over to our website, robertscottbell.com. And over on the right-hand side is a banner. And you click on it, and it'll take you to the Patreon site where there you, you can sign up and register. Mm-hmm. And um, simple as that. It gives you a bunch of options on what level of support you want to do. But that that's the easiest way to do it. Um, let me just look real quick here if there's... I can tell you one thing you can do is you can just go to. Lori says it's going into Yom Kippur. What day is Yom Kippur? The Day of Atonement. Which day will that be? Patreon.com slash Media. If you don't want to go to the website. Patreon.com slash forward slash Media. Okay. But the easiest thing to do is just go to our website and click on the banner. Okay, cool. No, that's not the donate banner. That The donate banner is just to donate directly if you don't want to. Because some people don't want to do the Patreon thing. So they right. can just they can do that. But scroll down, you'll see it. I think it's like orange and white. Mm-hmm. Page red and white. Orange and red, I think it is. Yeah. Let me show you real quick here since we're talking about it. <clears throat> right. There's the website. This is, uh, all right, so if I scroll down, can we see this on the side? Yes. Scrolling down, scrolling down, and there. Support us on Patreon. That's the one you want to click on. Very cool. Thank you. Did you even see it? No, you didn't. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at it, but it wasn't on the screen. So right. there, there it is on the right-hand side. That's what the banner looks oh, like. Oh, it's the orange thing, yeah. Yep. So Lori says the 26th is Yom Kippur. So you should be able to join us uh, early enough. I think uh, it won't be sunset Yom yet. Kippur. Yeah. Uh, I just got an email from Trinity. The Expo, Trinity Health Freedom Expo is coming up October 14th and 15th. And looks like if you pre-register now through October 13th, uh, weekend pass admission is 25 bucks instead of 30 and a one-day pass is 15 instead of 20. So you can save a little bit by pre-registering, and you can actually uh, save an additional 5 bucks by clicking. I see there's all kinds of good deals here. And uh, there's a Saturday evening symposium, uh, virtual Trinity also you'll have access to. So there's other things happening. We got Ellen Tart Jensen. We got Diane Miller, Brian Hooker, Dr. Paul Ty. Great exhibiting uh, booths as well. They're going to be there, and it's October 14th, 15th, Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago there, and we look forward to this every year. And Trinity graduates and students can join us at the Trinity Live event. That's the 12th through the 15th, an entire you know four-day event for you guys, and you can go all in for a great deal, save 55 bucks there too. So pre-register now, and we'll see you at the Health Freedom Expo. All right, you hoser. Yeah. I feel like a hoser at this point. 
thanks for hanging out with us, guys. As I'm about to lose my voice, I can just tell. Okay, go um, around that voice. Yeah. Voice. So thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, sounds like we may have Kevin Jenkins on Sunday. Yeah, that'd be and, great. And uh, we'll be back live Monday, correct? Yeah, that's our plan. Homeopathic hit for Monday is? I don't know. Rust Talks. Seriously? Yes, sir. Well, that would have been good for our question of the day today, but okay, we'll, yeah. we'll roll with it. So that's what you get to look forward to. All right, yeah, guys, good. have a good afternoon. Appreciate you. We'll see you, uh, see you on Monday.